Well, hello everyone and welcome to tonight's edition of the Whitfield Report. I am your host, Sam Whitfield, uh, broadcasting live here from NGC's studios for uh, a very special edition of the Whitfield Report, uh, Independence Day edition. Uh, or I guess not so independent uh Independence Day edition, depending on how you look at it. Um, but at any rate, I'm glad to see you all here. Uh, contact info, as usual. You can follow me on uh, Twitter and Instagram at 70brunchscoreNDC, Gab and Parlor at Sam Whitfield, uh, Facebook.com forward slash Whitfield Report, thesamwhitfield.com is my website. Subscribe to the podcast on uh, Apple Podcasts or wherever else you get your podcasts from, and I will be multi-streaming with Versa Media tonight. I'll be linking up with them in just a sec, but folks, I just wanted to uh, come on and, uh, you know, introduce the show for you guys myself. Um... You know, and for those of you who are on uh, Discord, you know, be sure to uh, share the links in the appropriate, uh, you know, places, I guess, now that I'm no longer uh, on there, technically. But uh, anyway, I am going to link up with uh, Versa Media now, Sean, uh, Apex Gamma, Dictator Phil, all those great guys. So uh, bear with me just one sec and we will connect. I'm like, of course black lives fucking matter because all goddamn lives matter. They have my whole life, my whole life. I mean, granted, it's a white life, so that, that validates that, but go ahead. Well, I was going to first say hi to Donnie, since she's waving the chat. Uh, thank you for tuning uh, in. Hi, um, Donnie. Hello. Let's jump in the chat. Oh, I, Sam in here? I am not here. Yeah, that's true. You are not here. <laughs> this is uh, a, a, um, a, a, mis- a just twin brother of Sam's that we've recently stumbled upon that's been lost for many, many years, and... You know, when he's been going through some times recently, this guy just came in and, you know, just just came to show some support. Uh, apparently, uh, apparently uh, you know, Sam's twin brother also likes James Bond a lot, which is funny because Sam <laughs> loves James Bond. So, um, oh, hey, twins are twins. They're going to be similar in inside and out. True. Um, uh, uh, Alejandro says the Cherokee nations use socialism to take care of their own with money made off of gambling. Uh, that's wait, 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 wait. Money made he off said, of gambling—that's capitalism. He says no. He, well, he, back to back before that, he says the natives—they've uh, gotten land and reparations as well. Uh, okay, and the then, natives. Did they really get land? Did they really? Like, no, look how much not. they fucking have. If you look and, on a map of Native American land in America right now, it's like nothing. 
and That's you're even protesting so at this fucking speech. They, mm-hmm. they, I think it's a, the Seahawks tribe, I forget who it is. They're like, the president shouldn't be here. This is our land. And I'm like, look, it's like libertarians. I'm like, yes, you are technically fucking right. But this doesn't matter, and you're not going to get what you want now. Yeah. Uh, that's what I was actually... Uh, the, the train of thought that I lost just a minute or two ago was that these black conservatives, one of these popular uh, um, opinions that I've heard, or takes, rather, on if you want to talk about... If you want to talk about reparations, let's talk about affirmative action. If you want actual, like, reparations, like, you know, an actual sum to all... African-American families, you know, uh, American citizens, then we end, uh, you know, um, affirmative action, which is obviously harmful to black people anyway, uh, and also white people. I mean, it's harmful. It's just a harmful, it's segregating by design. Uh, And Alejandro, you're now saying they disperse, the Native Americans disperse this money into social service, education, healthcare. The Native Americans... Uh, communities are some of the poorest, worst communities in America. Unfortunately, most addi- most addicted, yeah, yes. substance abuse, big drug absolutely. addiction problems, specifically with opioids, rape problems, lack of law enforcement, um, obesity problems, alcohol problems. These may sound like stereotypes; they might not sound so nice, but these are legitimate problems these communities are having, and nobody seems to really care about it. That's oh my goodness. Royalty has entered. Oh, and she muted. Never mind. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I'm still here. Is, oh, is, hi, Donnie. Is she going to hey. get? Is she going to get banned from uh, Discord next? Or who? Yeah, we're gonna. We need to talk about that in a second. Actually, that's a good segue. Before we dive into that, yeah. though, because I didn't ask him. Um, I asked Apex a little bit, but Sam and Donnie, what did you think of Trump's speech? If you watched it, I would hope you watched. It. If you haven't yet, it's a. It had some pretty epic moments of like like for example one moment I'll mention uh, is that he announced he's going to be building new national monuments which is I think just the perfect play he could have done tonight I think, what did you guys think of it um, well I didn't see it because I I, I fell asleep uh, I, I took a nap <laughs> but um, yeah I took like a, I took a nap at like 9.30 so I could uh you know, stay up to like you know three or however long this is going to you go. Fuck, you fucking old man. <laughs> Come on. Uh, well, I mean, you know, it, it was it was either that or something I can't mention here on stream. So, um, <laughs> but um, I don't. I, dead air. Yeah. Did you watch the speech, Sam. But no, I, 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 I think I, I think I like saw through this the speech. But the national monuments thing, I think is a good idea. I also think that that might partially be a troll too. Since no, 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 it's legit. Uh, I'm, I don't I'm think looking so. this up to double check what he actually said. He'll be signing an executive order to create a new national monument to honor all great American heroes. The National Garden of American Heroes with an outdoor park featuring the greatest Americans to ever live. That's fucking amazing, dude, because there are going to be people of every race in that fucking... Statues of every race in that fucking park. Exactly. That's amazing. That is such a good idea. MLK, Muhammad Ali, Thomas Jefferson, uh, because he was named... Soldiers. 
let's not forget like yes medal of honor winners and shit dude Pat's i mean fuck <laughs> um, yeah exactly oh speaking of uh, like if uh if they do presidential medal of freedom recipients then can you imagine like them having a statue of rush limbaugh in like oh my god <laughs> <laughs> so any sinatra he mentioned bob hope so i think these are ones Why he's probably they... he's testing it out so this is what he always does as a businessman he tests ideas you'll see he's at rallies he'll test slogans with people and here he's testing names of people to include in the park. But, so he'll say, like, Frank Sinatra, cheers. Um, Bob Hope, some more cheers. Um, like, let's say he says uh, Rush Limbaugh, lots of cheers. And it's like, okay, put Rush in it. <laughs> you know, that's I how think, he does it. Dude, I think it would be a brilliant idea to have, you know, social and military, those, like, the pinnacles of those two uh because those those do span every race uh and every skin color and every you know religion he should get uh, ones a, too that idea. are more like you know like obviously have the well-known ones but have like some lesser known ones or ones that they were here for like right. like like for example Sully Sullenberger you know the pilot that yeah. landed on the Hudson Fat. we all know him but kind of slowly forget about him he's not like somebody yeah, say, you're going to see maybe all the time but in like ten that, years, clever. right? In ten years, you know, people won't really remember unless there's a reason to. Fat mm-hmm. That's why statues. That's why statues are important. Museums and shit are important. You yeah. know, Fat we'll Keck, have to see history to be able to remember it. Fat Keck boy in the Whitfield Report chat says uh, a statue of Andrew Breitbart would be, would be nice. Um, I mean, yes, <laughs> certainly. I mean, when now when I say it's a troll, I mean I definitely believe that he's. I definitely believe that he's doing it. Like, it's not a troll in the sense that he's faking, but I, I do believe it's a troll in the sense that, like, he's doing it to say, okay, you got you leftist commie bastards wanting to tear down statues? Well, fuck you. We'll, we'll build more <sighs> fucking statues. I think... That's what great about it. Yeah, I see I, the trolly aspect now. Yeah, I think that... I Guys, think, I think that's where he's coming from. I don't, I don't want to derail this topic but i have to inform you that in my backwoods rural ass neighborhood in the midwest a fucking couch just drove by <laughs> with like with like two 12s on the back and headlights and fucking brake lights and an ottoman these people Wait. had their feet up well there's a guy on jay leno's garage it's like the guy used to be on that wheeler dealer I show. I just saw that yeah yeah the fucking couch hey 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 Apex was. No, this was legit though. This wasn't just some redneck engineering. This thing was fucking. I mean, we're talking brake lights, headlights. Uh, the ottoman was out in front of them and like, uh, oh, dude, I don't know how the fuck he was steering that thing, but that was cool. Apex was. I heard the music first. Go ahead. Sorry, Apex go. was Mersh on that couch by chance. <laughs> no, that shit's way too high tech for Mersh. Are you kidding me? That might be hey. Mersh's couch though. He may have finally hey. upgraded. Hey guys, go ahead, I'm gonna say my favorite part because. Before we forget that part, sure. um, is when the guy screamed out, "Now my watch," and then Trump's facial expression afterwards after he said that, and the whole crowd exploded. Came up after that, that was awesome. I like yeah, that was pretty cool. All the things that you have been pointing out, he said it out loud in a speech today, and I was thinking during that time yeah. frame when he was announcing everything, I was like, he, he that he, I've been thinking of you the whole time, and. 
I'm really happy. I mean, I'm ready to see how they're going to fix it. All this, the stuff going on in schools, the media. I'm just ready to see how he's going to fix it. And I'm happy that he announced it like that today, what he did. But, like, I want to know how he's going to do it and how soon. Mm. <laughs> Man, this Fargo so, show is a killer one. You guys watching this? I am not. No, uh, I'm, I'm, watching, I'm watching the chat. Um, I was, uh, both. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to ask um, out loud instead of typing it. Uh, Alejandro, since we have a uh, a beautiful young black woman in here who is very much counter to a lot of the things that you espouse, I wonder if you have any questions for her specifically um, that that she could answer for you. Um, Oof. The, what kind of question? What kind of question? What? Any question? Oh, okay. Yeah, he's, he's got he's got a finger up. No, it's mostly. Uh, Mostly what our arguments have centered around over the last several weeks is uh, systemic racism and its hold on the black community in America. And and he, as a white liberal, believes that me as a white man and he as a white man is, have a duty to uh, stand up for black lives matter and to not say all lives matter because all lives can't matter until black lives matter. All, a lot of cliches, actually. Is, is been arguing about, which is mainly the reason we've been arguing, because we don't really disagree on a lot of these things. But um, I can't, I can't make him understand my more conservative leaning and Trump uh, ultimately supporting uh, mindset. I mean, he... I can't get him to watch any videos of conservative black thinkers. Uh, so, but I, I, can, I can get him to come on a show that I am on <laughs> and talk okay, shit cool. in the chat. Hi. Yeah, so. How are you doing today? Did you uh, have a guest question yet? <laughs> you, I don't know. You also have a, uh, you know, physically disabled... Con you also have a physically disabled conservative that you can ask questions of. That's I'm not, true. We just got to pull out all the stops tonight. I'm, I'm Sam, not... Sam, Sam, you're a white man, so... You know it what? doesn't even, matter. Even, even your even your physical disabilities, bro. They, you know. Yeah, they don't matter. You know, They're all trumped out by your whiteness. You, you know what? I you know what? I kid you not. I've actually been told that by by liberals. Now I am. I am. I am not. I am not even joking about about that. The memes write themselves. Yeah. <laughs> the, 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 dude, the the the, me, the memes become fucking true. That's what the, like. What comes first, reality or the meme? <laughs> the, these the, these these days Dude. these days it's hard to tell to be honest. Honestly, no. <laughs> these days, first. I feel like it's memes first, and then you look and see if it's right or not. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I That's think what you I was find just out about of... to say recently. Yeah. Recently, it feels like memes come before reality, but almost <laughs> just before reality in a lot of cases. But well, because I had a thing wild posted in one of my uh, group meetings and the. CR group me uh, for Penn State, and it was a thing about this place um, at Penn State. I think it's called Jersey Mike's. I think it's Jersey Mike's, and it was a screenshot yeah, of what looked like a um, a statement saying, "Oh, we're changing the BLT sandwich to the BLM sandwich," and I'm, oh. I'm reading it and I'm like, "What?" And then somebody's like, "This is a joke, right?" And I'm like. Is this a joke? 
bit. And I Google it, and it turned out to be totally fake. But uh, I believed it for a good while. Because I'm like, I could dude, yeah. see them doing it. Bacon, lettuce, and mayonnaise? Uh, that, I mean, <laughs> Maybe. Wait, mayonnaise are white, aren't they? Uh, yeah, but like... <laughs> Yeah, but yeah, but, yeah, but yeah, but yeah, but that's the that's the only thing that makes sense with with that. I mean, unless unless there's like some vegetable that starts with them, I'm not aware of. But like margarine. Oh, uh, how about how about bread, lettuce, and meat? There you go. There you go. It's like a burger with like just lettuce on it. Uh, that sounds like a great meal right there. I mm, I would love me a BOM I, right now. I I wait, sorry, go ahead. I'd like a I'd like a BLT with no lettuce, just uh, bacon and tomato. So mm. so so I guess a BT sandwich or wait, something wait, like are you that. You're just gonna eat that with a fork. Or is there bread on there too, man? Like, what are we talking about here? Well, <laughs> well, obviously, yeah. I mean, oh, okay. <laughs> Haven't you ever had a BLT? Haven't you ever had a BLT, Gamma? Uh, you you didn't say BLT. You said a, a bacon tomato. Yeah, yeah, yeah I know. So, uh, so yeah, I know. You cutting shit out. I was wondering how far you were cutting back. Like, you could use bacon as, as bread, you know, and put the, the tomato in the middle. Just trying to save the No, no. <laughs> No, what? No, no, what would be what would be what would be cool though is if I just had bacon, and then bacon in between bacon and then tomato. So. Y'all making me hungry. It's too late for that. That's <laughs> So. Has your friend asked any questions yet, or no? I don't know. I'm not Let me sure. Check the chat. Well, yeah. Um, I mean, he just said, "I love asking questions. Hard to keep up via text. I love all people, and I'm from the suburbs. I agree with both those things. Well, I am from mm-hmm. suburbs, and I do love all people, all good people. That is. I, but I've met a lot of people of color who have been uh, har- harassed based on their skin color, uh, when where I have not, and I should have been due to my past actions. Um, well, what, shovel what point asks Alejandro." Shovel, Shovel Point asks Alejandro, what is America's issue? Anti-black racism or white supremacy? And aren't they, those they're, they're the same thing? It's is exactly that... what Alejandro says. Aren't those the same thing? <laughs> uh, and he just says, aren't, I, w- I would have to assume that they're both equally negative, uh, but we still have white supremacy groups not on the domestic terrorist list. Wait, Alejandro, aren't you Im- admitting that you are a white supremacist, technically? That's the other thing I've been trying to make him understand is like his positions make him way more racist than I think he understands. Like, you are literally like, all saying... black people need your help. What the fuck? What do you mean black people need your help? But he's also literally saying that his skin color carries a higher, has some privilege to it, so a higher status to it. So that creates a hierarchy, which means you are claiming that you are superior to other people. I know you're gonna say no, but yeah, it, look, it's 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 something you were saying without even realizing. Uh, I'm not saying that anyway. I'm just saying like, that's literally what you're saying. It's a, another uh, like point that I've tried to make. I'm like, dude, look, I, I, I like I say things <laughs> in our conversations or, or arguments rather that you know when clipped out, like is done nowadays. 
it could be taken as like racist, I guess, you, especially framed in a different context. But um, ultimately, I'm being honest about my feelings, and he knows me, and he knows he'll say that's my favorite part is the, the I know you're not racist, but the things you're saying and the things you're saying you believe are racist. Like, and you know. The fact that I can't change, he can't change my mind. Uh, it's a weird. It's I feel like it's a weird struggle in his mind. Am I racist to my oldest friend in the world? I don't know. Well, uh, he says he says with his words that he doesn't think so. But again, wait, he just like, said I've driven around with drugs on me, and because the cops didn't assume I was up to no good, I got let go. But did the cops find the drugs? Well, that's his, that's another thing, the the white privilege thing. Because he's white, uh, he had drugs on him, and they didn't suspect he was... Uh, this has happened to me, too. Actually, they've suspected that I was up to no good, and I had drugs on me, and I got away. So And I was drunk. <laughs> so that that was one time. Anyway, wait, what are white, but, wait, which white supremacy websites does Apex use for debate? I don't know. Uh, oh... My father sent me a. Uh, yeah. I have an example here that if, if you know, can we agree that a lot of liberals are pro weed, pro 420? They're looking yes. for weed. When they see a black person walking around, they assume they know where to get weed. So that right there, <laughs> that right there could be considered racist. And actually, it could yeah. be offensive depending on which black person you say that to. Because you just assume that I have either know how to find find when you're buy it instead of black. Right. That's a that's a good example. Okay, uh, he's now saying that either. I I was just thinking it recently because I remember like you people used to always ask me and I'm like, dude, I have no idea where to get that. Like and if I ask people to the police, they won't tell me anything. So <laughs> Okay, hmm. he's saying he didn't get searched, so that's why they didn't suspect you're up to no good. If they found drugs on you, they would arrest you and if it's uh, illegal in your state. And also, you're saying you get your weed illegally, Alejandro, so you're kind of contradicting yourself because... If no, you... he's not. He, he's saying... No, he's saying... He's making his point. He's saying that he's engaging in illegal activity. And because he did acts rather in his in what he's saying his arguments angle because he by his skin color he doesn't look suspicious they didn't bother to look further to find the drugs that he was illegally carrying and had illegally obtained which Boy. again ha has happened to me I won't say because I'm white but because when I get pulled over I learn to talk to the police with respect and not yeah uh, you know try to pretend like uh, you know, anything other than what I am afraid of the cops because the cops are scary. Here's and... here's a big here's a big thing though too uh, for your for your consideration, uh, Alejandro. To to me, it's more a, appearance technically than anything else, right? Yeah. If if of reality. if you're if you're a black man, but you're you know clean cut and uh you know dressed decently uh you know like looking normal you're not gonna get, get harassed versus if, i'm gonna wait versus go if, ahead, go if ahead, go ahead. versus if you're a white guy but you're you know looking like a tweaker you're all you know 
ratted out and you know you're 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 kind of looking sketchy then cops well, are Well, no, well, no, but what I'm saying is, I, th I is in my experience from what I've seen, it seems to be like more that type of appearance that cops go after than color. So, well, yeah, they they look for the disheveled, they look for the fucking dilated pupils, they look for the, I mean, the the shit that they're supposed to be trained to look for, and you know. One of the things that I stood firm on originally in my arguments with him was that racism wasn't real. And I, I mean, obviously, that's not true uh, because prejudice is real. And prejudice is just another word or, you know, racism is just a, an extension of prejudice. Every living thing on the fucking planet has prejudice, period. It's just how we're built. But it doesn't mean it has to be violent. And that was one of the arguments I've been making to him about America and my perspective of it is that, you know, you can't stop racism. To try to is going to create uh, an environment so much worse than you think is going to come of it. Because the ideals of, of freedom of speech is the ideals of freedom of thought, uh, which I may have said on the show before, but if you can't speak freely, then you inherently can't think freely. And that, in There encompasses uh, a lot of danger, you know, uh, in a lot of ways, you know, yeah. giving chaos, chaos only gives the bad people power. And that's what's yes. happening right now. And when you assume that a certain group might think something is racist, you have actually been prejudiced by thinking that way. When yeah. Trump said that, uh, that city in Baltimore was dirty and trashy, people don't want to live there. When people assume, oh, that's racist, but it's because it was a black um Mayor, the black mayor, he passed away. Um, they assumed because he was black, he was attacking black people because black people lived there. That's not what was being said. And to me, I'm like, that's actually offensive, but that's not what he said. So you were assuming that it's black people just because of that. Donnie, that's an ex. That's an now, That's an ex. I'm sorry, go ahead, go ahead. <laughs> no, you're good. There's <laughs> a lot of criminals, um, and murders and rapists at the border. You guys gave that title to a particular group. So that right there in yourself, when you, when you said that and assumed that you talk about just Mexicans, even though there's all kinds of races that come up to the border, you guys, not your friend, I'm not directly said your friend, but people in general yeah. say that that's a particular race. That act in yourself, doing that is racist or prejudice. Uh, that, is, you're, that is exactly right. Because just like recently, when our president said these thugs and criminals uh, looting and burning buildings down need to That's be stopped. Racist. And right, because thugs automatically, uh, I'm assuming because it was perpetuated by all of the fucking mainstream news channels, became a racial slur. Even though Obama used the term thugs uh, previously in his presidency. <laughs> Bush Obama's used the, the term thugs. What's that? And Obama said the N word, but we are at the end. <laughs> well, yeah, and the thing too is, I've noticed again. This is something the right, I think, and I've said this before, sucks at until recently, is language. The left 
controls language. How do they do that? Academia. It's not history anymore. It's revisionist history. Thomas Jefferson um, was a slave owner. You people have white guilt. America was racist. America was never that great. They all use this specific language that is carefully constructed and it trickles down. They don't believe in trickle-down economics, but they sure as hell use trickle-down language. You look at everything they do. Like, look, in in 24 hours, we went from um, just sort of Black Lives Matter protests to, there's the language again, Black Lives Matter, um, to we need to fund police, defund police, then went to abolish police. It's very specifically engineered, curated language. Because stuff like that is simple, it's punchy, it's provocative, and it's a slogan. Somebody creates it, and it gets passed down the echelons. This is how these things always work. Or March for Our Lives. The Parkland thing is super engineered. These kids get plucked out, and then they have all these pretty t-shirts and logos, and like fucking water bottles made with their shit on it. And they're going all around all these places. There are these events that have massive, massive stages and TVs and everybody's there. And, and all these protesters are coming out with brand new batons. Uh, Antifa's brand new batons at these Black Lives Matter protests. Um, it is so engineered. And at the end of the day, the biggest control of it is language. Because language controls thought. Thought controls language. They understand this very well. And the right has absolutely sucked at it till a marketing guy came into the scene, which is Trump. And he brought new, fresh, solid, punchy visual language like make America great again. Every word is strong and, and has like a cadence to it is punchy. Build the wall. Build the wall. It's visual. It's provocative. It sums up a immigration like three in two yeah three words i can't count and uh, he has funny commercials well he's like super bowl he has super bowl like level commercials like funny ones well and and well and and echoing what sean said i mean andrew breitbart was saying the same thing for you know years yeah. before he died politics is downstream from pop culture and i will say this i know my audience doesn't you know Part of my audience doesn't really like them, but I will say that as of the last month or so, I'm starting to see the old Ben Shapiro, the one that I that the one that I knew and the the one that I know and love reemerge a bit because he's been bringing up a lot of uh, Andrew's old points, and um, I even heard Ben today like talk about the reason why. Republicans keep losing is because they don't focus on culture, and Trump is the only one who has. I actually heard him first. I actually heard him say that. I couldn't. I couldn't believe it. So, well, see, here's the thing. I think what conservatives need to stop doing, though, in regards to that, because I do agree with what you're saying, but I think the next step is action. We are always best when it's action. Words are great. Okay, but where's the action? The left. For some, is really sort of. Um, I don't want to say they're bold with their actions, but they are less hesitant. The right's like, oh, we don't do culture. You know, we we don't make jokes. We're serious. We're, we're articulate, and we're 
uh, it's like it's a debate club sort of conservative. It's just kind of boring and hasn't really gotten us anywhere. Like these stupid think tanks. Like what have they done? Nothing. Um, you have people that come into the fray like Milo, like Crowder, like Gavin. They're funny. That are interesting. You need more of that, and you need to actually. What we need to do really is somebody that goes out and like finds future people like that and helps them. I mean, that's what we kind of <clears> are doing. <throat> what was that? Uh, what do you think I've been doing all these? What do you think I've been doing all these years? Really, has that been your conquest? Well, I mean, so my my kind of whole thing. I mean, why I'm here is. As I've explained before, like, I'm a guy who's, who was interested in comic books and, like, pop culture and movies and just, like, goofing around with my friends in high school, you know, in middle school slash high school, up until, you know, at the, up until Obama ran for president and we started seeing, uh, all of this, you know, like, pop culture, you know, like, the, this newspeak pop up. You know, with like, uh, you know, with like hope and change and, you know, like all these empty slogans. Well, what the hell is that? And, you know, then like it started to become, it started to become like inappropriate for my friends and I just make jokes with each other, you know, at the lunch table. And I, I was told that like, oh, I shouldn't make disparaging jokes. I shouldn't call myself a cripple. Because I was disparaging my myself, and I shouldn't do that. So you know, it, it, so you weren't allowed to make fun of yourself. <laughs> ba- base basically, and it just got it just got worse. You know, like like thank God I graduated high school when I did, because soon afterwards, like the high school you know that I went to really started to push like the trans stuff, you know, thing hard and. You know, like, it just, like I said, I'm glad I left Colorado when I, when I did, but, I mean, my whole thing is, basically, I've, I've always considered myself a a conservative, you know, a conservatarian, but I've also always done my best to be a nice, you know, guy, too, and I'm not out to really hurt anyone, you know, but, like, I'm going to stand firm with my beliefs, I'm going to treat, you know, everyone with respect, but if, but if these Marcus, you know, try and come after me, well, they're going to get lit up. So, you know, ver- verbally at least. So, mm-hmm. Well, it's like that. See, reminds me kind of, we've all seen it. The image of those two, um, that, that couple in St. Louis when Black Lives Matter tried to storm their mansion and they came out with fucking guns and you had like, it was something out of either Miami Vice or Scarface. It, it, looked it, like... lo- it looked like the cover of the new fucking GTA is what it looked like. <laughs> yes. There was a meme with that. It was like GTA St. Louis and show the bod there. I mean, okay, it's fucking funny. Like, it is hilarious to look at. But if, if what we are seeing in Florida happens everywhere, like if there's all Thomas Zones in multiple cities, which I'm still predicting is going to happen. What you saw at that mansion is a is foreshadowing of what's going to come more. More people are going to be buying guns. 
more people are going to be stocking up. Because if you don't have cops, you only have you. So you're going to have to defend yourself. And if anything, you know what? That might make people a little bit tougher. That, But I, I don't... But the other problem is it also makes the other side more radical. And what I am concerned about, and this is something I think that nobody's talking about. And nobody's talking... And if they are talking about they're not talking about enough. Because I'm seeing before my eyes people I know that were moderate, people I know that were just Trump supporters, that are going far right, that are going, like, beyond Groiper, almost, like, yeah. dabbling yeah. with white yeah. yeah. and I've yeah. seen a lot of that, too. Well, I mean, fuck, that's what, that's what happened with Owen Benjamin, you know, pretty much. I mean, I hate to keep bringing wow. him up. I hate... <laughs> I hate the to. Word. I hate to keep bringing bringing him up, but he is the. And Owen doesn't. Owen doesn't count because Owen is a grifter. Owen doesn't believe anything he says. Well, Owen has a mental money. illness too. Like Many I, of I them, or I, allegedly, I, I would say this is now a, a um, I guess I believe he has a mental illness, but I'm talking about people like I was just looking at one of the chats I'm in where somebody was ranting about like he's like you know the people that have power of you are the people you can't criticize. Like Israel, and I'm like, oh no, this is a guy that never would say this stuff. Now he's going hard at it, and I'm like, look, I will acknowledge Israel has a lot of influence in the world and a lot of influence on American politics. Whether that's good or bad, you can decide. Whatever, but these holes that these people are going down, these rabbit holes, are dangerous because we. Yep. If there's one thing I will agree with Stefan on, when he got banned on YouTube, we're going to talk about the tech censorship soon, too, uh, soon because there's been a lot of major bans over the past few weeks. Oh, I oh I have a lot to fucking say about that. So. <laughs> I thought you might have something to say about that. Um, but he put a video out on Twitter where he's telling people, he's like, look, I'm, you know, he was just saying, like, I'm just trying to have conversations, bring some sanity. And he ended like with "Don't be tempted by extremism. Don't eat that tempted fruit." Basically, and that is what I'm seeing in people. And it's like, look, I'll I even like admit, goal, I've gotten man. a little more extreme. I've gotten a little bit more, but not this far. But I think you're right, Apex. I think this is the point of it, partially. It's like maybe an unintended consequence, but I think some people are smart enough to know this is what would happen. Listen, we we have. I'm not even exaggerating when I say my oldest friend and my best friend in the world in the chat who we be, who I vehemently disagree with on a lot of current social issues. But we are best and oldest friends. So if that doesn't display just exactly how perfectly this whole, you know, uh, divide and conquer thing is working, I don't know. I don't know what will, you know, but... I mean, at least for from for me, from my perspective, from, from where I sit, it's like it is profound to me because the things we talk about seem so clear to me. But I can't. There's the numbers are so uh, manipulatable. So it, depending on where they come from, and you know, like oh, the numbers from this year show this. Well, like yeah, but that's one year. But oh. Well, what about the crack cocaine epidemic that was implemented by the government, you know, 40, 50, 60 years ago? Did, don't you think that, you know, affected? Well, sure it did, but, like, 
that doesn't that doesn't mean that like racism is the biggest problem for anybody right now or has been for for many years i mean do people deal with it yeah uh they do <laughs> as a white man i have actually dealt with it mostly from asian people who get really shitty with me because i'm white and i don't speak whatever language they speak i i i i get it I get it from I get it from Mex I get it from Mexicans a lot. Now, I get it from some Mexicans too. There's quite a now, lot. Of, there's a, a quite dense Hispanic uh, uh, population around me. Now, now to now to be clear, yes, I am specifying I am specifying Mexicans specifically because I live I live in Florida, and there are lots of Cubans uh, around me. Cubans never give me any any grief. Uh, um, you know, I, I, one of my closest friends is from Guatemala originally. He never gives me any grief, but it's always, it's always the Mexicans in particular who give me a hard time because I don't see, I don't see, speak Spanish. And there was, and there was like, dude, you, you, you should, like, they're not even nice about it. Like, you know, like you should learn, like, you know, like, why haven't you, you know, learn Spanish? There was like, Dude, you you should take Spanish because like Mexicans are a big part of the population and you know like it's a thing now in the U.S. So you need to you need to it's basically like they act like you know they're entitled and it's like no it's like that makes me want to learn Spanish less because of your shitty attitude so. I've got more racism from black people than anybody. Period. Hands down, easy. Wait, but yeah, but but Donnie, yeah. but Donnie, that's in that's impossible. Yeah, I, I well, have to explain to you, somebody like, one day. Black people can't supposedly be racist. I'm like, yes, yes, black people can be racist. And I've got more racism from well, even before the Trump era, like even before all of that, I've. You know, people said things. Even like you know, no politics involved. I've still gotten it. I'm never mm. black enough. Um, racism does not have a color. Again, racism is just a finer point to prejudice. So, different color, different sex, different hair color, different eye color, different fucking region of the world, different language. They all matter to all of us, period. Whether the degree it matters to is the is the thing that is really the argument at this point. They all they all matter. I don't care what you say. Everyone judges internally, some harsher than others, but we all do it. It's it's literally part of being a living thing, uh, at least on this planet. In this, but it doesn't realm. come from hate, though. No, it doesn't have to. That's the whole point. Is you know, judging, that's that's what's so dangerous about all this shit, in, in my perspective, is like, like, of course racism exists. Of course people judge people by their skin color, and again, by their hair color, by the shape of their body, by the, uh, you know, their complexion, whatever. You know, that happens on so many levels every single day. And to assign one of those things, skin color, specific to hate, which... Again, we've, as we've discussed, a, a, a good chunk of our population is that skin color 
and there, you know, there's always young people coming. I mean, it, it's a victim mentality thing. Like, yes, we all deal with adversity, and racism is going to be one of them. And yet, you know what? You might be more likely to deal with some racism as an African American or as a uh, a minority, let's say, in this country. But I don't at know this about point, that. well, I'm I'm just I'm just speculating. But at this point, say that's true for whatever fraction of a percent that it is true for that's not your biggest problem and it isn't and it hasn't been for decades in my in my estimation again as a a privileged white man with fucking nothing to his name <laughs> but an internet connection <laughs> and a phone to talk to you guys uh it's it, i mean it, it it baffles me and i don't i am the most empathetic person i know and it's actually my most damning trait because um uh, but I can't, I can't just hand out victim cards to people. I will listen if you've been victimized in any way, uh, and I will do what I can to help you. And I, of course, will empathize with that. But I am not just going to broad stroke just because of your fucking skin color and say that you're oppressed. Not in this country, and not oh, yeah. not in the country exactly. I've grown up in. That's yeah, racist. And then the is an accountability. So it's like, what can you do to change your own situation? So it, it and, and how you react. So if someone says something that is supposed to be offensive, how do you react to it? So if you react, oh, I'm going to be emotional, I'm a victim, you know, okay, then how are you going to progress? You're going to sit there and be a victim. It's like, okay, someone's called me a name, okay? Um, am I what they call me? No, then move on. But then it's an also accountability thing. And so if, if you live in a terrible area and you're not getting that schooling, what are you doing to change that? Because there's people like my family who didn't stay in the area, who's out somewhere else, with different story lifestyle. So where's your accountability person? What you're doing to improve your situation? You can't blame everybody else for why you're not doing anything or you're not getting the achievements that you think you deserve. If you're not doing those things, you do not deserve these achievements. It doesn't matter what color skin you are. Like you said before, it doesn't matter. My thing is, you have to have accountability. I saw something too, is that a lot of these, because I saw this on Twitter a few days ago, a lot of liberals love, or leftists, love to trash on the whole white savior complex. You know, where it's like a, sometimes it's a trope in movies, intentionally or unintentionally, where a white guy comes in and saves the day for all the colored people. Um... Oh wait, what what about Tyler Perry where the reverse happens? <laughs> oh well that's okay apparently. You can have a um city destroyed by Democrats. Yeah, oh hey go oh, hi, man. Man. You doing? But, but all of it is done by Democrats. Even Tyler Perry for they, well, the thing... they do this whole thing, boo hoo, this person's life and it's the same story and you don't have to watch one you watch one movie and they're all the same. And, it, and it's the same thing. It isn't really like so a solution or how to make things better. It's just, oh, someone's feelings got hurt and some guy came in and now she's happy. But we don't know how happy they were like five weeks after it. It's just a movie. It's like an hour yeah. long. But the thing <laughs> is, they, they trash on this idea all the time. And yet, not only do they are they the ones that create it in movies, because 99% of directors are fucking far lefties, but they actively do it in every other way they treat minorities like it is beyond like anything else like they are always trying to be a white savior because they think they have white guilt 
And so they'll go around like, oh, you poor minority. They said the N-word to you. I must help you. I must do, I must tear down these statues and cancel this person. Yeah, and like ban this person from Twitter and ruin oh. life for you because you you can't handle this word. Well, how about what I was taught for when I was, let's say, bullied in school was to stand up for myself and not let that, let people have power over me and not let them use mm -hmm. insults and words over me and have power to stand up for myself. Get help, yes, that's fine. We all need a little helping hand sometimes, but don't be my white knight. And I'm not saying white as in the racial sense, <laughs> but necessarily, but in the phrase it normally is. Knight in shining armor. Let's go with that one. Knight in shining armor. We can use that, but <laughs> yeah, yeah, I think everybody gets my point, which is like, yeah, it, yeah. it's not helping anyone. I am the biggest proponent of independence and, you know, personal growth and making some of yourself. Because that is strength. That is American greatness. That's what's made this country awesome. That's what made successful civilizations. Yes, you can have your group, you can have your communities. Fuck whatever. Obviously, you can have both worlds. But at the end of the day, you need to be able to stand up for yourself. That's why we have people holding fucking, like, GTA Miami Vice-style, like, weaponry coming out of their <laughs> mansions in Florida, ready to pack some heat. Like, because... Is that the American way? The the fucking memes surrounding that have, have been have been fun. Have been, have been... Something something I wanted right. to touch on actually a few minutes ago before I forget again is uh, we 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 started to touch on it and I wanted to interject it but uh, the idea of uh, you know culture and social behavior and stuff and how different cultures behave differently and how the idea of quote acting white and being forced to quote act white and how uh arguments i won't say my friend would make but many on his side would is that uh black conservatives are just acting white they're just pretending to be something they're not so so as to assimilate and soften uh, whatever tensions may be there, well, that, that last part, whatever, forget that last part, but <laughs> the, the idea that you're acting like something you're not, which let me tell you right now, I have forever acted like something that I'm not to get a job. Every job that I've ever got, I have pretended get it to some degree. Uh, so I'm not sure how much uh, literally that argument holds with this panel but I've heard various uh, versions of it from my friend so uh, I want to jump in <clears throat> go ahead I must speak for myself I'm not going to speak for every conservative um, this is how I grew up this is how I speak I'm not trying to be anything I'm not I mean I've got crap for my whole life for you know speaking the way I speak and um you know, carry myself the way I do. I mean, I, I when guys sometimes hit on me, they're black, they're like, oh, you're not into black guys. And I'm not really for sure why they're like, I usually dress like a sweatpants pants and t-shirt, so I'm not really for sure like where they get that from. But, and, and then when you were saying, so, hold on. So wait, so you have, so. Part. Uh, the second part of uh, what you just said. Wait. I just want to, I want to, I want to clarify what I just heard from you. Are you saying that 
more of your the black community has judged you based on the way that you speak and the way that you act and the things that you believe uh, negatively than than any other part of uh, American life, right? Like the is that yes. I mean fair fair to say like mm -hmm. black dudes meet you and they're like oh you don't you're not you're not into black dudes uh, right because you you don't uh, speak in a certain <laughs> what's that I don't fit the bill. <laughs> oh shit! That's well, amazing. So I, 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 what, was, I, what was the second part? Because I really want to answer the whole thing. So, like, I actually, I'll, at this point, I don't remember. I was trying to divert because I, I, I lost it too. Because since Coconut joined the chat, I just want to ask you: What did you think of Trump's speech? Well, if I'm gonna give it my um, prerogatory analysis. <laughs> <laughs> this is what I have to say, and some critiques I could probably do on it. Overall, I think he was very strong. Um, he hit all the target arguments that I wanted him to hit, but I do think he should have, you know, sort of address what's, you know, going on with the people in Congress right now and all the polling and all that stuff, because his opinions are very strong towards him and stuff like that. So, seeing all these polls... It's, you know, just like last year where, you know, he was losing in almost every poll in every state. And then, you know, people were somehow surprised when he won. I think it's going to be a, almost an exact replay of, you know, last year. The Dems are doing exactly what they did last year and just being like, oh, you know, he's not going to win the re-election. You know, that's never going to happen. There's never going to be a Trump 2020. Watch it happen. This this is where he, he starts to get in ground again. And this speech was a pivotal moment in him getting reelected. Because one, he wanted to make sure that was not, you know, grandstanding. So he had only around an audience of about a thousand people. He didn't want any more. He didn't want any less. He wanted to make sure that that amphitheater actually knew what he was speaking about without him, you know, booming in a loud stadium or an arena just mm -hmm. about him. He wanted it to be specifically on that mountain and he wanted to make a statement right there and there um, well i oh sorry okay. finish up oh no, exactly. just, it just gave me an idea which is that and i mentioned this earlier when i saw the notification that he was going to be speaking at mount rushmore today i thought that's fucking perfect the optics the image of the president on fourth of july with a monument behind him a monument yeah, of american greatness yeah, our biggest monument that still can't be torn down unless they go like and you know fucking like Black Lives Matter rents a plane one day and you know shoves up the nose of George Washington. <laughs> yes. All they needed some dynamite. Yeah, That's how they made the, the thing. Richie Rich episode of where they you know climbed into Mount Richie and blew it up or something. They're and very... All that they found in there was like gold shoes. They're... I've not seen that, but well, I... very well maybe. Well, co... did you say Richie Rich? Yeah. Well, Coke, holy shit. Well, Coconut Head, I, <laughs> I, I, I do know that, like, I do know that Team America World Place yes. had have their have their headquarters inside Mount Ru Rushmore. Hey, so. you know, I'm all for the, you know, they're making the next um, national treasure right now. It's gonna be great. Um, 
you know, I bet it's gonna go back to Mount Rushmore, given all that circumstances. It's gonna be like uncovering a gem or something. It should be great. But wait, uh, wait, yeah. wait, wait, wait! They're 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 still making those. Yeah, they're making a National Treasure three, the sequel. Oh yeah, that. they are. That is true. Yeah, yeah. along with the next Indiana Jones. So so what is so, so what is Nick guys with? and Donnie. So what, ahead, is, ahead, so what is Nicholas Cage trying to to steal his reputation back? I don't know, but I'm all for it. I'll pay to go to the theater. I'm not afraid. I'm there for the whole entire shit show. COVID won't stop you. <laughs> exactly. I'll hell, I'll buy that movie theater if I have to just to sit in it. Yeah. Well, 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 heck, they canceled. Uh, they canceled Bond twenty six. They can't cancel me. Uh, can't cancel Nick Cage. I'm I'm going I'm going I'm going to make them uh really spawn twenty six for me. <laughs> no, hey I, I hey I, I actually like Nicolas Cage, but I also like making fun of him too. You can do both. No matter so. how stupid the movies are, I love them. <laughs> like, it's like you well, that's that like... when I was in Philadelphia next to Independence Hall. I was reenacting the first movie, you know, I was getting all up there, being like, ooh, I'm Nicolas Cage, you know, trying to steal that, you know, document and stuff. I was, I was all about that life. No, you need to, no, 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 when you're in Philly, you gotta do the Rocky stuffs. That is what you have to do. If you want to reenact the movie yeah, thing. there. It was raining. Wow. Yeah. That, I that one's not fly. I downtown next to City Hall. Oh, nice. I, I live, like, 20, 30 minutes away from Philly, so I've yeah, been there frequently. I'm no, nobody does want to walk there. So Sylve- so Sylvester Stallone to me is is to uh Sylvester Stallone is to me as uh Nicolas Cage is to <laughs> Coconut Head. I don't <laughs> I don't really care how many memes are made up sly. I fucking love him and you know, also talk about someone who in real life kind of going back to Donnie's point I got someone who has actually had to face, you know, struggles and challenges in his life. You know, yeah. he, you know, he he and his brother both grew up poor. Um, like I, I don't think Sly had an education at all. He he was basically, he was basically like homeless when he wrote the Rocky screenplay, and he wrote that in three days. And then pitch it to a studio because he was going to be like homeless or something. Like he. Hey, you know, it's all about beating me in my icebox. He. Uh, <laughs> he. That's all you gotta do. Apparently, he, and climb yeah. some steps. <laughs> and, and, and punch the meat. Yeah, and also, and also, you know, drink some, you know, eggs too. So. Oh yeah, yeah. Maybe 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 chase some chickens, so What I was saying though, till we went on like the longest and like windiest tangent ever there was Mount Rushmore (laughs) and the optics of the speech. (laughs) Was per it was already perfect. The stage was set perfectly. But then he unveils and this is the thing, Trump is best when he's doing action. And I will say I love the guy. I work for the guy. But I think the country needs some big action from him. And I know with his poll numbers, 
appearing to be going down. I'm not even going to say they were... Like, if support was actually it. going up or down. Yeah, I don't buy them either. It's China. I, it, <laughs> I have a bunch of actually, um, insights I'm going to give in a China. second. But oh, yeah, is... speaking of the shy comms, <clears throat> yeah. Have a lot to say about them. Oh, we're, we're, yeah, we'll get into the censorship soon, speaking of shy comms. But um, the thing is, with, with his... Um, like current state or perception of how he is, he needs to do something, some sort of action to kind of re, re, recharge the base, recharge the campaign, and re-energize. That's where I'm actually looking for: re-energize the base, re-energize the campaign. This play was so perfect. It was on the Fourth of July. It was with Mount Rushmore in the background, a, one of the greatest monuments in the world, and he announces he's going to make a national garden of American heroes. And he's going to, he, apparently there's a list. I think you might see in Coconut Head in the CR chat yeah, of it. people. This is like, it's inclusive. I'm assuming it's not limited to. I'm going to read them off since uh, you guys probably haven't seen it yet. John Adams, solid. Susan B. Anthony, solid. Clara Barton, solid. Daniel Boone, solid. Joshua Lawrence, Chamberlain, Henry Clay, David Crockett, Davy Crockett, Frederick Douglass, Amelia Earhart. Benjamin Franklin, Billy Graham, Alexander Hamilton, Thomas Jefferson, Martin Luther King Jr., Abraham Lincoln, Douglas MacArthur, Dolly Masson, James Masson, Krista uh, Mc McLeffy. Actually, I haven't heard of that one. Terrible. Uh, Audie Murphy, George Patton uh, Jr., Ronald Reagan, Jackie Robinson, Betsy Ross, Antonin Scalia, Harriet uh, Beecher Stowe, Harriet Tubman, Booker T. Washington, George Washington, and Orville and Wilbur Wright. <laughs> that is American greatness. And that's what Trump has always, in my mind, symbolized American greatness. A guy that made, became wealthy and gave back to the world, gave back to his country, has built great things, done great things, and is now president and is the ultimate form of giving back sacrificed everything for the greater good of the country and has embodied American greatness, America first, our manufacturing, our strength, our military, our culture, our history, everything. That's what he's all about is American greatness. And this is like, this is better than a fucking presidential library. This is American greatness and this is culture to kind of tie everything back together. That's what I'm really clicking in here now is that this is a cultural, um, action right here and that is what is critical about him is that he's a cultural president something we haven't seen probably since reagan really and this is a bold big move that is going very... to be just i mean i don't think people realize how it is, shit and, people is yeah. attack him and then disagree and be like well we should have these people on there and these people and these people so they can so they can stall it from taking a long amount of time how, how much are you going to bet that they want George Floyd in there? They're going to want George Floyd in there. Oh, oh yeah. Hilarious. Dude, that would... Be, listen, that would... I would wear horns around my fucking neck and honk them every 30 seconds because <laughs> I, would, I, would, I would submit to the Matrix at that point. This fucking clown world. Um, <laughs> shit, I forgot what I was going to say now. Well, Donnie, did no, you have anything good. more to say? Good. 
What was that? Did you have something else to say? Because I, I heard another thought coming out there. No, no, uh, I, no I think. She, yeah, she apologized for, you know, That's imaginarily interrupting me. Okay. Do, so. Um. One then. How about then we transition into um, a contrast to American greatness, big tech, which look tech. These tech companies start off fantastic and create fantastic <sighs> things, but recently, I think little uh, Sam's twin here has um some things to say about it, put mildly. So I'm going to give you the floor and just have at it. Yes. So a couple of things I want to address here. Um, You're not coming out of the closet, are you? Oh, I, oh, I'm, 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 the silence there. I'm coming out, I'm, I'm coming out of the, I'm coming out of the closet as a proud, oh my god, that just broke me, as a proud, uh, unapologetic American, as a western chauvinist, as a straight white male who <laughs> We already know you're straight. Who will not apologize for loving America uh, Or women. Or or no oh yeah, especially with women. No uh, no no apologies no apologies there. So, uh, and, so now, uh... we have to punch you and, like, you have to name five cereals? Well, that's the other thing. So, um... So, as many of you may know from my, uh, Twitter, you know, from my Twitter status, I, I was... Uh, Sam Whitfield has been banned from Discord permanently. And as his twin brother, I am speaking for him. Uh, what was he banned for? He was banned for targeted harassment, according to Discord, which when he, which when Sam emailed him, emailed Discord about what that entailed, they couldn't give a specific, uh, you know, uh, instance, but said, well... We already explained this to you in your, you know, in the initial email we sent you. Um, I was, or I should say Sam was banned for merely being in a Discord that had Gavin McGinnis's name on it. Now, let me also say this, because I know that part of my audience doesn't like Gavin. Some people think Gavin is a grifter. We can debate Gavin what the fuck is Gavin a grifter? We 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 can we can debate Gavin and the and the Proud Boys and all that some other day. I'm happy to do that. But we had a community of people from all around the world who are conservatives, who are patriots, who love America, who love the West, and who more than that like all we would do in that in the Gavin McGinnis Discord was basically talk like about like everyday life. It it really wasn't even that political. It was I mean, we had a political section, but more often than not it was like, Hey, how are how is your day going? You know, like uh 
you know, like, how's, how's work, you know, like, we would talk, like, personal stuff on there. It was a, it was a place where people would, you know, like, share news of pregnancies and, like, starting families. Well, and well, now, whatnot. Can you can you personally attest for every single post that happened in that Discord, though? I I cannot just I, to play to play the devil's advocate here. I cannot. Of of course, I can't personally attest to every of single post. Of course not. And I and I and I will say, for the record, and as my friend Jimmy, who ran the Discord, as he had said on his YouTube channel. Yes, we did have we did have a few people who went alt right and gripery, um, and who started to, you know, do the whole oh, was it really six million, you know, uh, thing? Six which, trillion. <laughs> which we which we all know, and I'm I'm sorry, but we all know that that's Holocaust denial. Yes, the Holocaust did fucking happen. We all know it did. Um, which is the overall point. Well, wait a minute. Now, if we dig up my, 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 uh, my Hitler youth grandfather, uh, he would disagree with you. But go ahead. <laughs> yeah, and I, and yeah, and I, and I, and I, and I have no problem desecrating his corpse because I'm pretty sh- <laughs> because I'm pretty, I'm pretty sure that my grandfather killed a couple of Nazis in, in the war. But that, but that. He, he might, he might have killed my great grandfather. But, but. Uh, to be real but but that that but that aside um you know like were there were there some troublemakers in that discord uh yes perhaps the thing that galls me is that is that the admin team there did the best job of any admin team i can think of in like making sure that we followed the terms of service making sure that we were in the, uh, you know, clear. But at the end of the day, it wasn't good enough because, uh, you know... No, 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 it won't be. It won't be, especially now. Because, I mean, it's from Stephen Molyneux to Gavin McGinnis to fucking... uh, to Mr. Medicare's good friend on Twitter, Mr. Anti-Bully, who's been on Twitter for... A very long time. Uh, finally got banned. And he didn't do anything wrong. He didn't say anything inflammatory or derogatory. But he has been challenging a lot of narratives for a long time. Uh, and pushing out, you know, lesser known info on various topics. So, that can't be had, you know. I, I mean, I think this, I think, excuse me. I really do think that we're just getting started on all of this stuff. I think that first platform Arler is a fucking honeypot if I've ever seen or heard of a honeypot. Eh. Parlor. The first D Live uh, or you know what? The the first stream dot me that comes back out and grows off of a platform of actual free speech and actual um Go ahead. Somebody's oh, got no, I was just say. coughing. Sorry, my mic sensed oh. it. Okay. No, that sounded like you were like, oh, ugh, no. No, <laughs> <laughs> true. <laughs> but no, I don't think it's your fault. 
What, Sam not uh, being straight? Yeah, it's definitely not true, damn it. Oh, I'm only gay for Apex Gamma and Johnny Arcade. So. Oh, wow. shit. The secret well, is out. One-way street, Sam. Um, one-way no, street I... that only your wheels travel, all right? <laughs> well, so I do have some disagreements on Parlor, but I'll explore that later. I'll let um, yeah. Sam keep going down this uh, Discord rabbit hole. Well, so here's here's what I will say too. I'm actually going to create like a let's see. Um, so the so here's the here's the thing with the whole Gav, Gavin McInnes Discord, right? I do want to answer a few questions that I've gotten over over the past couple weeks on Twitter, and I've done a couple videos on this, but a lot of people have asked if Gavin was actually in the Discord, and the question is, and the and the answer that to that question is, sort of, um, Gavin, I mean, so the, so, so the Discord was not started by Gavin at all. It was started by uh, Jimmy, a.k.a. Hajim, who has been on my program before Jimmy is from Great Britain, he's uh, 22 or 20, 23 now. I think he was 22 when I first met him. Uh, he he basically likes to chain smoke and drink um, and drink Stella Artois because he's a badass like that, and he he loves he he loves. Jimmy is British and he loves America more than most Americans love America, at least on on the left for for sure. Um, but he's the one who started the Discord, um, and he was also mod on R slash Gavin McGinnis before that got uh, banned. So the Gavin McGinnis Discord wasn't like started by Gavin or Ryan; it was completely independent. So we were all in there, and in fact, today would have been the one-year anniversary of the Gavin McGinnis Discord if uh, if it were still online. And um, oh, go ahead. Go ahead. No, um, I was just gonna say my my personal opinion on this most recent wave of censorship goes hand in hand with all of the corporate fucking fallen lockstep with Black Lives Matter and diversity yep. inclusion task forces uh, my incredibly rural and Christian based company have started well first of all they just swapped CEOs uh, at the beginning of this year to some fucking idiot that's been in like seven other companies like every other goddamn CEO in corporate America um, I think he worked for Walmart or something before but anyway now we've got to we literally have diversity and inclusion training. Uh, I got that, guess, believe it or not, in the deep south of Texas as a little kid by my parents in my uh, community. I know what diversity means. I know what inclusion means. I know what not judging fucking people means. I don't need the people that pay me to tell me how to treat people. Uh, just like I don't need the company that I work for telling me that I have to uh, inhibit my my uh, oxygen intake because I don't show any symptoms and I've verified legally twice uh, that I don't 
show any of those symptoms, nor have I interacted with anybody that does. You know, it's it, it all speaks to the same thing. Corporate America is the biggest disease, in my opinion, on uh, American society. Not all of it as a whole, obviously, but the... Yep. the deep you know, uh, that run deep, uh, and I mean, you could call it all, all many things. Uh, some would, uh, some in some communities would call it Jewish. Some would call it Soros. Some would call it uh, white supremacist. Some would call it uh, other things that I can't think of off the top of my head. But there's a top-down, um, you know, uh, what do you call it? Uh, it's not discrimination. It's a uh, oppression that's what it is it's a top-down oppression from uh, an elite that nobody can really put their finger on i mean it really comes down to money we control of it but the other the, the other the other thing too is i i want to make this clear too the the, the gavin mcginnis discord was in no way affiliated with, affiliated with the proud boys uh either and that and that, that was the point actually that's the point actually that I was trying to make. I think this current wave of banning goes hand in hand with this 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 support, this widespread support of Black Lives Matter by uh, corporate America. Oh, and every fucking tendril of it. They're scared. They don't want their shit burned down. They don't want the fucking angry mobs coming for them. But they also, you know, wanna wanna be socially aware and active yeah. Well, for the youth. Well, I don't think this has anything to do with Proud Boys, really. I think it's just, look, Discord, of all, I first of all, I want to make clear, Discord's a fantastic platform. It's the best communication app out there, and they have been and that's, okay that's, with that's the That's the problem. Yeah, that is the problem. Is that all the best yeah. platforms some eventually have the worst uh, speech policies? But the thing is, Discord, the only time they ever did a big purge w- before this was. After Charlottesville, they ban identity Europa and a bunch of white nationalists, white supremacists, white identitarian accounts and servers. Now, do I think those people should be banned? No, I think we should allow all types of speech, no matter how ugly it is, so that people can be exposed to it and change people's minds. But mm-hmm. the point is, they actually did target who they say they were going to target at that time. It wasn't like with Twitter where they're like uh, or like well not Twitter but these other groups they'll be like Milo's a white nationalist Milo's a white supremacist ban him or um Candace Owens is a white supremacist ban her it's not these ridiculous like fake Nazis like they found and banned people that did believe this crazy shit but recently they're doing guilt by association is what it seems like for yep. me and that's a big problem is because well, it does think... sound like a lot of glory birds, a lot of white supremacist nationalists did infiltrate the Gavin server, stuck around too long. That's the vibe I'm getting. Even if it was only like 1% of the server. But Discord goes, oh, they're white supremacists in here, let's ban the whole server. That's yeah, well, yeah. well, and and, yeah. and and to that, and because, Sean, I, you, you brought up a good point, and I, I want to focus on that real quick. Yes, we did have some trouble, we did have troublemakers, and the admin team fucking banned all of them. Like, you know, like we were, 
like the admins were 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 doing a good job of policing their own server and making sure that you know we were within the terms of service um you know like there were there were people now here's the really scary thing and i i mentioned this in videos before but they did not ban a few people who were in the server they banned the entire server not only that yeah, but I that makes sense. But I confirmed today. I confirmed today, believe it or not, that they actually banned accounts that had left the Gavin McGinnis Discord prior to uh, it being and banned. That's, again, again, that that just to me that just speaks to exactly what I was saying. That is just the fear response. Of this overwhelming or, or apparently so, overwhelming cultural movement. So, Sean, right I mean, I hate to I hate to say this, but I hope you have a, I hope you have a backup dis I hope you have a backup Discord account because I know I invited you. I know you weren't active in the in the GMD very much, but yeah, make sure your backup account is ready. I so. actually do have a backup one, um, which is a nice thing too. You know, if you do get banned from a Discord, from Discord, unlike Twitter, you can create another account. With Twitter, when you're banned, you're gone forever. Yeah, I cannot come back on the I platform. really do think, though, man, that this is just gonna evolve. Like, we're just gonna, this shit is gonna get oppressive, and people with the ability uh, and a little bit of capital are gonna raise more capital, and they're gonna start a better platform based more on the foundation and, and then guess what in 10 years that fucking company is going to be exactly where twitter is exactly where discord so. is right now and then a new one is going to start that's the American i don't think way. so for the cases of twitter and facebook because those have gotten so big i mean the well, number yeah, of users true. I mean, yeah, on there true. is 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 astronomical parlor is by far the best has the best chance of an alternative but Parler it still looks like it's in the beta phase. It still doesn't have trending hashtags. It, is, it feels very empty. But the bright sides I do see is that it is not just banned people on there. You have Ted Cruz on there. You have Rui Giuliani. You have a bunch of really big names. Eric Trump. Um, Brad yeah. Parscale. Like, it has really yeah. big names on there. They were at CPAC. I think I mentioned this before. Um, I got one of their tote bags. Somebody's clearly funding parlor they've clearly got some good connections and first way people down board and and look as someone who also is a technical writer or rather majoring in technical writing i know i know a bit about apps and yes i know that i know that parlor has bugs and i know that parlor has flaws and believe me they're they're well they're well aware of it but yeah they're working i think they're working out the kinks this is this is like parlor now is what Twitter is like and in, in is like what Twitter was like back in two thousand and seven. So it does okay, have who's, early who's, Twitter who's read box. the terms of service though? So, like forget about the app, forget about the uh, you know interface, mm. the actual terms of the service. Have you have you read those? Um yes. Mm. I okay. I have I have read those and it's pretty much and it's pretty much like a free speech platform, except for 
And I mean, I know that some people won't like like this, and and honestly, I think there's a specific reason why they're doing this. But the terms of service is like, you know, you can't dox people, you can't do all that. But they they also say you can't um, post like porn um, and. Porn. You can post porn on Twitter. Um, yeah, well, yeah, that's the thing. You can post porn on Twitter. I, I, and so I, let me pull up, um, let me pull up Parlor's terms of. Yeah. Yeah, that's a good idea. Why don't you do that? And specifically, their, uh, the, uh, the, the, um, you know, their, I, uh, their privacy and their, their, you know, I don't know. I don't know what it would be called, but they're, they're specifically their freedom of speech area of their the terms of service. I can't quote it because I read it like two days ago. I see so the uh, only but... re, the only way I do see Parler have any success is if he if Trump moves on to it. It will hey, only well. take Trump at him like he would have to fully migrate there. And the problem is he's not going to do it because he has no reason to do it. He has zero reason to do it. On Twitter, he has what eighty million followers now. Why would he move to a platform where there's where he can't reach people to reelect him? And to these math pieces, it's like, that's the all these alternatives. I th- I have to say I think all these alternatives are a waste of time. I don't. They're good in the short term, but I think they're ultimately a waste of time because, for example, Laura Loomer has almost like half a million or over half a million followers on Parlor, which is amazing. Like amazing. And she's keeping her campaign rolling on there. Um, and I got to touch on her, too, because there's a really crazy band happening with her. Actually, I will touch on that because that shows that proves my point, which is that Facebook and Twitter are here to stay for quite a while. They have a lot of people on it and it is where you tap into audiences and is where influence happens. You don't believe me? Facebook just banned anyone, anyone. For posting a Laura Loomer ad, you cannot advertise for the Laura Loomer campaign on Facebook at all. They know because the Trump campaign did this and future campaigns will do this. Facebook has a sophisticated targeting algorithm where you can specifically target ads to people and get people to come out and vote for you. It is used that way in the current year. And that's what Laura Loomer could easily do and could easily win her election through that but they are banning anyone from running her ads that is another level here it just keeps getting worse and i think the only way right true regulation will happen is if everybody gets banned and what i mean by that is that's an election though it is yeah because her opponent has everything it's not you know a um open a fair playing field but we, this is what Milo said when he came on our radio show uh, back in 26 or 2019. Man, my timeline's off. 2019. And I totally agree with him. Because we need accelerationism here. We need venture ban. We need. Um, oh, oh, it, 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 it's, it's, it's coming. It's, listen, let me tell you. I don't. No, I, it's not. No, no, it, it, believe me, I, I've ac- I actually heard that a Ben Shapiro Discord got banned today, 
I but guess Discord is one thing, that but we need a twi- we need Ben Shapiro's Twitter account banned. I, we need uh, Joe Rogan banned on YouTube, which was kind of coming. And believe me, I and believe me, I think I think I think it is I think it is going to come. Here here's why: because the left is going because the left is going so far left that it's not going to be good enough to have someone like Joe Rogan who wants to have a discussion with the other side. Or, I mean, hell, Black Lives Matter hates Israel. Do you think they're really going to allow Ben Shapiro, Super Jew, to, uh, you know, exist? Uh, you know? I think it for, is for very long. Banned, but I don't think it's highly likely I... because he is not... He doesn't trigger people. He really doesn't. He used to, I, but now he really doesn't. I, you need people that actually piss people off. There is then a and because those are the really effective people. That's when you get people like Oliver Darcy advocating uh, to Twitter directly to ban Alex Jones. I see what I see what you mean. I see what you mean, Sean. But at the same time, I don't listen. I don't. At least I didn't think I pissed people off until a few, until a few days ago when some people were like, "Good, you should have been banned off uh, Discord." I hope they, I hope they take your Twitter next. So, um, so and that's what I'm saying is what you're saying is definitely possible. I just don't think it's going to happen. I mean, it will eventually happen because here's the thing: I think it can eventually happen because once you get rid of the um i don't want to call them even edgy because they're they're not really like edgy edgy but like i guess you say the edgier types like gavin and my once you get rid of them who's left the the you know the 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 edgiest are still on there though that's the crazy fucking thing too so but they're not but nobody cares about them right 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 yeah so but then once you get rid of like you know the effective people who you left with like, you're left with a lot of boring people, and you're left with a lot of people that, like, just tiny, at, at small moments, will, like, go over the line a little, or approach the line a little bit. Those people will then become extremists in some people's eyes, and I think they will go. But I think I think it's going to take a long time, though, and that's what I'm afraid of. But at the same time, kind of going back to what I was saying earlier, with some people on the right going more radical, I don't think these people like Ben Shapiro are going to look radical enough anytime soon for the mob to go after. And that's... I, I, Bullshit. Because yeah. is, 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 is equivalent as the right is moving to the extreme, or maybe even exponentially more so, the left is moving to their extreme. What? So, what you know, while, while, while young white kids are like, oh shit, maybe I am a white supremacist. Uh, you know, there's... Uh, I'm not going to go there. <laughs> I don't want to put... I don't want to put color on. I'm just saying, like, Young people of of every race and creed are 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 splitting themselves based on these emotional, uh, you know, false realities right now. Yeah, apparently Kimberly Guilford just sorry to interrupt, but breaking news: Kimberly Guilford, Donald Trump Jr.'s girlfriend, has tested positive for coronavirus. Uh, oh shit! That's in the chat, y'all. F. I, uh, CNN, uh, hey bro. guys, hey, I don't mean to, I don't mean to like cut this off, but I personally have got a dip. 
I uh, I got to work in uh, just a few hours, actually. Oh, so, that, 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 thanks oh. for having me on, as usual. Thanks for talking, Donnie, Dexter, Coconut, uh, Sammy's good friend. <laughs> Y'all have a wonderful <laughs> evening. Sammy. And a happy fourth. A happy fourth if I don't talk to, to you guys. Sammy, yeah. will, Sammy. Uh, Sammy will Sammy will give you a call tomorrow, Apex. That's what he wants me. God, that's what he wants me God to tell you. God bless America, uh, and God bless all of you. Have a great night. All right. So, um, do you, where were you in the Discord story? Is there any more to the story? Oh, oh yeah. There, there's, there's a, there's a. Well, there's, there's not really too much more to the Discord story, but there, there's a lot more to the story. It's itself I guess so the so basically now we have like an alternative there is a discord alternative that we're on um, I don't want to really you know reveal what it is uh, publicly but there is an alternative like discord like server that one of the uh, members Ho is actually hosting like on his own personal server that he has on his own because we have a few IT we have a few IT like people in in the group. Um, which, Can you DM me the name to me? Uh, so I yeah, I yeah I will. Um, heck, I'll I'll will send you I'll send you links to a bunch of okay uh, stuff. Um, cool, thanks. What what you have they looked in the telegram by chance? Uh no no, but I will I will tell them about uh I mean there are a bunch of people who know what telegram is, but I will certainly bring um that up. I mean the thing of it is is Discord like has a very unique layout and I mean this is pretty similar um mm -hmm. to Discord, but um, I guess the the bigger point is is like there were people who like weren't even fans of Gavin who just came into the you know Discord server because like because you know hey like I'm John's friend you know or like I'm so and so's friend and I'm I'm a conservative you know too basically so you know like the. The thing it is, is like people are like, oh, well, you wouldn't have gotten banned if you weren't in Gavin's server. And it's like, well, that's not the point. The point is, is like, you know, Discord basically can now ban people, you know, with impunity and not even give people like a good reason why now. So, and say what you will about YouTube, but at least YouTube gives you like warnings and stuff before they ban you. So. That's the thing I don't like is when you break um, some sort of guideline and they don't give you a warning. They don't do strikes. They just ban you and you're done. That to me is kind of unfair because while I look, I know ignorance is no excuse to break the law. Yeah, yeah. But with these online platforms with super long EULAs that nobody reads, with lots of rules, they're very complicated. I think it is only fair to at least give one warning. Well, yeah, and and specifically too, it's like 
it's so what they said it, basically the email that I got and that everyone else in the discord got simultaneously was you're being banned because of target because of targeted harassment of individuals or groups okay was it over the stuff you might have said about Owen N no not no not at all I mean mm. I mean that I mean that would that would make sense if if it that would make sense if it were just me but we're talking like we're talking 500 to 1000 people were all banned for like was Jimmy banned? Oh yeah, not only was not only not only is Jimmy banned, but Jimmy is IP banned as well. Because Ooh, what do you mean by that? Because well here well here's the thing, so so we knew that the we knew that the ban was coming once um <coughs> excuse me sorry about that um we knew that once the, you got the coronavirus we knew the ban was coming <laughs> we 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 knew that the ban was coming once the black once the George Floyd thing happened because. Discord did that whole, you know, we want the community to be, you know, more safe and inclusive, right? Like, we knew it was coming because of Gavin, right? So, the so the Gavin McGinnis Discord got nuked about a week ago, right? So, Jimmy basically had, like, a backup Discord template waiting in the background, and he invited us to the second Discord. And within, like, about another four days, that was when the second man happened. And, and that's when they banned all of our accounts, not just Jimmy, which he was shocked by. I'm actually going to... Can you, um... Do you know, can you play audio of, of video on yep. with your setup? Yep. Okay, yeah. I'm going to I'm going to send you um, Jimmy's video about this because he'll he will sum it up better probably than I than I can if 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 you don't mind watching and sitting through it for the for the uh, audience. So how long is it? It's like it's like five or ten minutes. It's not like that long. Uh, yeah, if it's five minutes, I'll play the whole thing. If it's ten, I'll play like a little bit of it. Yeah, um, I mean, out somewhat soon because <laughs> I, I have to admit this job I've been doing now, which you are all well aware of, um, it's pretty, it's pretty uh, grueling. I actually have to do work on the weekends too, so I can't stay up too late. Like, oh yeah, that that that's true. Uh, you know, for the folks listening to the Whitfield Deport stream, yeah. Uh, yeah, Sean is a is a busy boy these days. So um, I'm working to save Western civilization. Yeah, and you're a, you're actually you're actually hey, I'm getting paid for it though. <laughs> you're actually doing it as opposed to uh, you know people who are like sitting behind a keyboard yelling, "Oh, cringe, cringe, no e girls." So. No, yeah, I'll, I'll I'll come out of the closet. I am working for the Trump campaign right now, um, as a field organizer, uh, in a county near me. Uh, so basically, my job is to get volunteers uh, to get out the vote. So, 
I'm not exaggerating when I say I'm trying to save the fucking West here. And the sent you the video. Okay, yeah, I'll pull that up. One thing I will say because I I alluded to this earlier, which is like when people talk about uh, all of the um, uh, you know the polls and Trump's down, he's in trouble, he doesn't want to win. I'll tell you something right here that will give some actual objectivity to all these analyses, which is that the only number we have so far that is objective is the primary turnout numbers on June 2nd. Uh, oh, sorry, that was Pennsylvania's, but all the primaries we've had. And President Trump has been killing it. He's had record turnout for every single primary, and some he's been beating the turnout Obama had. Okay, he's been getting the most votes of any Republican ever again. The enthusiasm is high for him. But is it enough? I th- I don't know. We re- I really don't know. I none of us think it is. None of us do at this point. Yeah, none of us really do because we don't know how the Democrats are going to cheat uh, their way across the finish line. Potentially, we don't know how they're going to try and do that. Um, and we don't know what else is really going on. So when you see these poll numbers, just remember that's kind of how they were in 2016. Um, yeah. Jim, this uh, video by Jimmy though, and that, my... and then what I what I typed below. That's the that's the service that we're using okay. now. So, but okay, I'm gonna play a little bit of this video. This is ten minutes, and um, I want to make sure you tell more about this, and we dive into all these other stories real quick. We might do another stream tomorrow night. I'm not sure because. My two co-hosts haven't been here, which is sad. Well, I but mean, I'm gonna play this video right yeah. now, and I'll, I'll fill in some of the gaps. But basically, like, here's what, yeah, basically, I'll, I'll, I'll let Sean play a bit of this, and then I'll fill in some of the gaps too. So, but here's Jimmy. This, this is the guy who made the Discord. So, um, and I actually had him on the Whitfield Report to talk about this very thing on Monday of this week. Right before I got banned, so. Yeah, you guys won't be able to hear, but I am playing it right now. Okay. Got him on the Whitfield Report to talk about this very thing on Monday of this week. Right before I got banned, so. Yeah, you guys won't go to here, but I'm playing it right now. Okay. Thank you. 
I received this email, um, which is just complete bullshit. This was all I got. Hello. This code is focused on maintaining a safe and secure environment for our community. And your account has been flagged by the Discord community for violations of our terms of service. Okay, pa pause real quick. Mm -hmm. So, that was the exact same email I got. Yeah. Yeah, that's, that's, now I know, because I remember when I first saw I thought, I thought you just got put in timeout, because of the way they worded it when they said you were flagged. And I'm like, hmm, maybe he's not really banned, okay, but now that I see he got the same email, I am pretty confident that you were legit banned. So, yeah, that, that was, de that was de definitely the, that was definitely the case. I mean, and like I said, it was, the thing is too is, like, when I got banned, I wasn't even in the Gavin McGinnis Discord. I was in one of my non-political discords just talking to someone, and I'm pretty sure that they got, uh, you know, I'm pretty sure that whoever that person is, they think I ghosted them or something. So, and that's the sucky thing is, is now there are a whole bunch of other communities that I can't even get in contact with anymore. Uh, that I've lost touch with completely. So, because, mm -hmm. you know, I don't have links to any of the other discords and whatnot. But, um... I think also, too, is... I wonder... Well, I wonder a bunch of things with this. Number one is that what... Like, what was the reason, really, for being banned? What, what's their, what was the comment that really banned that they got this for a ban? They... And that's what I don't like about a lot of this, is that they never really tell you. Twitter never really tells you these things. They, they won't, and believe me, and believe me, I, 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 I asked, I asked them, because basically, when they sent me that email that they, that they sent back, um, I basically, like, I replied, I sent them an email to their, you know, to their, uh, you know, trust and safety team saying, you know, how high I, you know, I was mistakenly, you know, banned. I, I never, I never targeted, did or harassed anyone. Uh, you know, please consider restoring my, my account. Um, and basically, like, so I, I sent that, and then the next morning I woke up and got an email saying, you know, hi, we've reviewed your account, we're upholding it, more information has been, more information was included in your previous email about the reason why you were banned. And it's like, no, it wasn't. You gave me a, you gave me a, a generic, you know, copy-paste thing that you sent out to everyone. And that's what pisses me off most of all, is they didn't even have the, you know, the courtesy of telling me, like, what specifically I did that was wrong. They just gave me a generic reason and then banned me. So, yeah. Yeah, so. that pissed me off, too. It just seems like some some corporate, you know, email that was just auto-generated. And I understand it, but, like, you gotta, when you do something as serious as a ban, you need to explain to people why they were banned. Or at least let, you know, you can get a reason. Um, but I would just keep pushing them. I just like, I demand you tell me. Da, 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 da. Just keep going off on them. Keep pressuring them. And see if they 
come up with something. And I don't know if you can, like, I don't want to say sue them, but, like, if there's some way to hold them account for that, that would be nice. Because it's just ridiculous. Yeah, it it, it would be. And, and honestly, uh, you know, Sean, I, I'm, well, you know, I, I'd love to get you uh, Jimmy's conduct info because he's been on the Whitfield Report thrice now. And I think he'd be a really fascinating guest for you guys to get on, you know, on yeah, Versa. Uh, but how you guys do the interview, because I know you guys use Discord, that's going to be a that's gonna be a tricky one because he literally can't, um, he literally can't uh, use Discord anymore. He, well, we can do Skype or other things. I always have alternative i just prefer discord because of the it has the best audio quality and that's the thing that sucks is like i don't think there's anything that's audio quality as close as this well well we use we we did use zoom the other day and that worked fine but uh i know how i know how you feel about zoom and i know how i feel about <laughs> zoom so yeah. uh yeah, but fucking chinese spyware but yeah, oh, and he also got he also got banned off Twitter like two years ago for uh, supporting Brexit because uh, you know he he said that he's a proud supporter of the of the West. That's all he said, and Twitter like perma banned him. So Jesus. And uh, yeah, shovel point. He is the next Mark Stein. So I will I will tell him you said that too. So. Um, but, but one thing I will note, because I do see at the end of this video here, did this all start when after Gavin did that A Discord AMA? Yes. I wonder if that's they probably saw stuff in there, because he had the whole uh, screen behind them. I think it might have been that. There might have been something somebody said there that really got to them. Oh yeah, uh, oh yeah. I'll, I'll 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 bring I'll bring that up. That's actually a really good point. So, and that was, I had actually brought that up to uh, you know, to uh, Jimmy too. That I I wish Ryan hadn't projected the whole entire Discord, you know, like screen on uh, mm -hmm. YouTube. Well, and. And and that was why we clamped down so much too on like you know, like you guys can't joke around as much, you know, so. But, you know, I, I mean, yeah, it sucks, but you know, I'll I'll, I'll survive. Uh, you know, hopefully this. Hopefully they don't, you know, take my Twitter account next, although I'm sure that will get taken eventually. It'll happen at some point. Yeah. So. That's the thing is they go after smaller people now, um, like us. Uh, it's not just the big AAA celebrities. But one thing I will also mention, too, like I mentioned the Loomer ban, but Carpe Duncum, Dunk Dunctum, Dunctum, I never pronounced that right. I met him at CPAC, too. He was banned from Twitter, which is where he, that yeah. was his place where he posts pro-Trump memes. Trump's favorite meme maker, the meme maker in chief himself, Carpe, uh, had a huge following. He's visited the White House.
big sensation. They banned him for copyright infringement, which is one of the craziest things because everything he does is parody, which falls under fair use. So I hope he sues them for that. And then, you know, now he's on Parlor, which is really going to kill him. And But he's also on Band.Video, which is Alex Jones' video platform, so that would be cool. Uh, so when he does his, like, podcast show, he'll be on there. And the other big bands uh, were Stefan Molyneux. He was banned from YouTube. He had, like, almost a million subs or something, I think. Uh, big, big show on there. Big following. Gone. So many videos. Gone. And... There was a little, so, there, so the people that got hit were Loomer, Stefan, Sam. Uh, I, I feel like I'm forgetting another one. But those are the ones come top of my head. Carpe, that's the other one, Carpe, yeah. All in the past week, really. Big purge, big purge. It's kind of like when you know the rules and you all broke the rules and you're about to pay the consequences. So you're like, let me break all the rules I possibly can before I pay the consequences. Maybe that's what it is. Because, you know, Trump put that order in. The executive order. Oh, yeah, yeah the R230. Well, see, here's the thing. is like Facebook, oddly, is kind of careful with what they say and do. Because I know at the end of the day, these tech companies, as reckless as they are right now, and maybe it's not even reckless because they can get away with this shit, they do not want to be regulated at all. They really don't. Right, but then, but then Mark Zuckerberg will will pull the trick of oh we don't censor conservatives I met with Glenn Beck you know oh god and uh and <laughs> that's why I hate people like like fucking like Romney or something or McCain or George Bush where it's like these conservatives that the left likes like if the left likes you you're doing something fucking <laughs> wrong okay and if you pride yourself on that you're really doing something wrong. Well, it's one thing to be bipartisan, but like this ass kissing, where it's like, oh look, I'm the, the the decent conservative that talks to the lefties at Facebook, and they like me. Oh my god, I'm so great. No, nobody <laughs> likes you. It's like that fucking linking project. The only people that like that are Biden supporters, because they do anti-Trump ads. They don't win any voters or supports. It's just a fucking grift. Well, I hate you, yeah, kind of grift, I can't but... stand them. Well, see, yeah, so fake. Well, see, here's <laughs> here's the thing. If 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 I were if I were in a position to, I would I would go down and I would go down to Facebook. I would I would visit with Mark Zuckerberg. I would shake his hand. I I would be, I would be courteous, but I would also, you know. Like sit down with them and be like, "Look, you know, I'm here because this is what, what's happening. I I know that I know that you talked with Glenn Beck, but you're not talking to Glenn Beck. You're talking to me now, and here's here's what's going on, and here's what needs to change. So, um, well, the thing is, these they never and this." kind of strips to a lot of things the the conservative people actually like and follow tend to be the really authentic ones and they don't really get these nice connections and these nice little trips and meetings uh, that they that they deserve but I see like I would be nice to Mark Zuckerberg at first 
too. I give everybody a fair shot when I meet them, but, you know, if he doesn't, you know, hear me out and doesn't treat me fairly, like, then it's war. And I think that's yeah. the problem, too, is that these conservatives think you can just be nice to them and they'll listen, but they don't. You can try that at first, but we've learned it does not work. And that's unfortunate, uh, because that would be the nice way to settle things, but that's not the world we live in. It's like black, but like, but certain things like Black Lives Matter, it's like, do you really think you're going to get anywhere with those people? Do you really think you are? No, you're not. So don't even bother wasting your time. Just plow forward, stand up for what you believe in, and strongly stand up for it and go on the offensive. Yep. I mean, li- I mean, listen, I definitely think that there is a place for decency yeah. and, and whatnot. And look, look, I also, here's another thing I want to say about the, about the, uh, about the Discord band too. There are lots of decent li- liberals out there, not le- not leftists, but liberals out there who have, who, you know, when they heard about my Discord band, they're like, that's crazy. You're not. You're a nice guy. You don't. You should have gotten banned from Discord. And I and I told them. I'm like, well, I'm glad you. I'm glad you feel. I'm. I'm glad you feel that way. But but this is the problem. This is the radical left. And I mean, I hate to say it, but it's it's going to come down to. To. Uh, I hate to use this term, but liberals standing up against the left if that makes sense mm. and advocating for conservatives and believe me they're going they won't they 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 won't but the left the left is going to come after the liberal too eventually if you're not far left enough they're going to come after you well there are they've already been doing that yeah i mean look at AOC she goes after Nancy Pelosi for not going far left enough. And look, I actually respect her for it because she gets results. She gets something out of it. It's not results I want, but it is results she wants and she fucking gets some. And that's, again, I think that's a lesson we should learn is that if somebody's not, and that's what Trump kind of does is like when somebody's not towing the line, he goes after him, he fires him, he boots them. Don't blame him for it. For a second, because that's what you need now. There's a there was a time when that was not needed, but this time, you know, we do need that. And I think also too, it's like that's why I want people like Loomer in Congress because she be that way. And people got look. I'll, I'll tell you some insight from my job too. I mean, I feel like they're look. I know people are busy. I know people have a lot on their plates and they have a lot at stake, but conservatives need to have a bit more of a fight in them. I think Trump has helped awaken that, but I think we still need a lot more. I think we still need people. For example, with Laura Loomer, she's banned on everything, but her supporters should be out there sharing her stuff on Facebook all the time. They should be breaking through the censorship by being her voice. You're on these platforms, so you should help her out. And I just don't see enough of that. And I don't see people going out of their way to do these things. It's like, you know, it's kind of... It almost seems like 
some some people just don't care that much enough, and it's I understand that maybe it's not gonna be a priority of the thing. You know, it's gonna be on your mind all the time, but there needs to be some effort. Yep. No, I com I completely agree with you. You know, and it, it's 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 very kind of poetic that all the censorship happened this week of you know of Independence Day because it's like. Well, we're celebrating Independence Day, but are we really independent? You know now, like I hate to sound blackpilled, but <laughs> it, it it's you know it's kind of got me thinking. Like we are yes, like the government might, might not be tyrannical, but now all these corporations, you know, are basically the ones regulating free speech, and you know, we've seen what they've done now. To even the small guys. So, Scott Adams had a great quote about that. Actually, kind of, he said on Twitter the other day, "Republicans only have free speech on election day." Think about that. Yeah, it's true. You don't have it in your workplace. You don't have it online. You don't have it in the public square. You don't even have sometimes have it in your own household. But on election day, it's just you, just the ballot, the pen. You have your free speech. It's brief, but man accounts. Alex, is that you? Yeah. Yeah, you're late to the party. Yeah, I'm up sleeping. Yeah, I'm gonna close out soon, but did you see Trump's speech? No, I didn't see what's going on with that. Well, well, well. This was a... He made a bold move. Now... I, I'll give a quick. I'll give you. I want to get your takes on everything before we close out. Um, in regards to the tech censorship too, but he he started off the day announcing that he would be doing a Fourth of July celebration speech at Mount Rushmore. This is amidst all these statues and monuments being torn down. So he's gonna have a speech at a monument that's still up, shining beautifully of our founding fathers. It's American greatness. And during his speech. He announces that he will be uh, signing an executive order to create a national uh, garden of American heroes, which will feature statues of American heroes. So, while Black Lives Matter is tearing down monuments, Trump is building them. It's on brand. He's a builder. He's built hotels, casinos, golf courses, building a wall. Now he's going to build monuments, and he came out for a list, and it's got people like John Adams on there, MLK, uh, the Wright Brothers, Ronald Reagan, Anson Scalia, Thomas Jefferson, Hamilton, a lot of good names on there. So he's going to be doing that, and I personally think this is going to, this is a great way to re-energize the base and to make a good cultural move. What's your take? I think that's a great idea. Now, did did the uh, speech and stuff go down? Did the fireworks come out without a hitch? Or was there like any sort of issues? No, nope, it seemed to be fine. They did the fireworks and they were beautiful behind the monument. There was music too. We were watching it here. So it went smoothly. I mean, the only thing that was really happening was the wind was blowing. So it uh, kind of ruffled the flags in the background, his hair a bit, but not much. Well, they kept seeing like advertisements. So they're complaining that like this was going to be in stuff. South Dakota where they didn't require social distancing. Yeah, yeah. P well, see, that's a good thing, too, is he packed the place. 
Um, like 10% of the audience were wearing masks. And he, uh, well, some people on like CNN were afraid like the fucking like fireworks would start forest fires, which is pretty stupid because they've done fireworks here for like 30 years. Yeah, that's what I saw too. Like there was an advisory about like the uh, kid in rain or anything relatively recently, but here they probably have expert like pyrotechnic people that pay attention to that junk. Yeah. You know, but that, that's been good because, like, honestly, I've been a little bit concerned, you know, just as a kind of an outsider looking in, and ever since I lost access to, like, Facebook, you know, I, it's been just, like, tough getting actual news that isn't, like, heavily, like, really on, that it, that's, like, unbiased or whatnot, because, like, that's one thing I was using Facebook for, you know, I've used it for news almost, so that's probably not the way you should use it, but, like, just the amount of people I followed, it gave me... Yeah, like, I had a pretty good idea of what was going on around here, so I had to go and, like, set up, like, RSS feeds to get anything, like, semi-decent. But, like, I, like, I just kept seeing people before this, you know, they were complaining, they were saying, like, Trump's on it and all that stuff, and, like, I'm glad to see that, you know, it looked like it went out pretty good and he packed it and all that stuff. I think this really re-energized his base. It was a perfect way to do it. On 4th of July, with the monument, the group great american monument of our founders in the background he announces he's going to build more monuments i mean he did what he needed to do i mean it was i am really impressed at how perfect it was i because it surprised me i didn't expect him to come out with this bold action and then when he said it, i was like like when i was watching it live i literally went what and it was perfect because i'll admit look we all know what my job is and I, I know on the ground there's a lot of support for him. I know that the turnout has been big in the primaries, but he was down in a lot of polls. It does give the perception that, hey, maybe there's some more work to do. And maybe there wasn't. I don't know. I really don't know. Because um, he was down this much before in the polls in 2016. But if, if there is anything that will increase his poll numbers, it's fucking this. And if it doesn't, then the polls are total bullshit. I really don't know what to, you know, what to believe sometimes. Because, you know, like, even some people on the right were starting to go and, like, have issues. But, you know, I, I saw this happen before, too. Like, in 2016, people, like, you know, on the right, they were saying, like, oh, you know, Trump should have stepped down. You know, yeah. they would have had a chance. You know, one libertarian person I used to know, he was like, oh, you guys screwed up by, by electing Trump as the uh, nominee. But mm. you know, he wrong. So, That's the other thing is remember in 2016 they were also saying Trump doesn't want to win he's self-destructing this is what he he doesn't really want it I mean Howard Stern says it like all the time I'm like I don't I don't really buy that yeah neither do I like I don't know Howard Stern's really kind of done a lot of things in the recent news that I I don't agree with like just giving Hillary Clinton softball stuff and whatnot but like. I don't know, I heard that they were doing some more stuff at Obamagate recently. Like, How, Howard Stern believes that he's the reason why Trump is popular, and it's like... He no. believes about everyone now, you know? Yeah, and it's like, it's like no, dude. Like, like that. that's another point that Gavin br- brought up the other day that I, that I agree with. Like, 
Howard Stern thinks that because he was the king of radio or whatever back in the 90s, um, you know, that, like, he made everyone famous. Okay, like, okay, maybe he made Jenna Jameson famous, like, by bringing her, bringing her from porn to the mainstream. Maybe. But even then, probably not. He, look, here's the thing is, he does have the potential to make people famous. Like, if, let's say, nobody knew who Billie Eilish was, and he brings her on his show, which he did do, he could have made her famous right there if nobody knew who she was before. But people did know who she was, and she came on his show, and it probably held record sales. Well, Howard Stern is jealous of Joe Rogan because Joe Rogan is what Howard... Joe Rogan now is what Howard Stern was... Back in mm-hmm. the back in the nineties, right? It took his throne. I I I think that's a fairly safe assumption to make. Everyone who knows who Joe Rogan Rogan is, once people once people once people go on Joe Rogan's show, like Donnie like Donnie will in the future, um, <laughs> you know, people are gonna know who Donnie is. I I think that he absolutely like. Um, like Joe Rogan, like he, he's just way eclipsed him. And the thing like that uh, Howard Stern's done too is like he made it so people can't even really listen to him anymore because he he signed that exclusivity deal with a serious XM. Like not that many people actually have that, you know. And that's unfortunately the problem that many on the right are starting to face. Like Gavin Milo and a bunch of other people are behind paywalls now, and. I get why they have to do it. I totally get it. But it does come at a cost of exposure. Um, One thing I wanted to get your take on too, Alex, was the big tech censorship we've seen over this week. We had uh, Carpe Duncum, guy who makes all the Trump memes uh, that Trump tweets out a lot, banned on Twitter. Now he's on Parler and Band.video. We have Stefan Molyneux, banned from YouTube. I don't know where he... I think he's just going to put stuff on his website now, freedomainradio.com. And, um... Who's the other one? Shit, there's another big one. Oh, Loomer. Just today I saw Laura Loomer. Facebook is banning anyone that posts Laura Loomer ads. So if you want to put an ad on Facebook for Laura Loomer for Congress, they will ban you. It's a new policy. And then finally, our boy here, Sam... Banned from Discord. Yeah, no, like, I think this is a push right now. And it's funny, because, like, I'll argue with people, and people are like, oh, you know, Facebook's this, like, white supremacist website and all that other stuff. Like, people keep saying that, like, Facebook's, like, helping the right wing and, like, doing It's so stupid. But I don't understand that. Like, they think that they must be, like, super... Like, I don't understand, because, like, you have this big advertiser boycott, but then they do stuff like this. Like, they, like, Facebook's in, like, a really stupid position, you know, where they're pissing off both the right and the left. Like, I don't know why. Yeah. Because they're trying to appease both sides in some ways. Like, on the one hand, Zuckerberg says, you know, we do allow Holocaust denial because that is a, that's free speech. So that appeases the right because it's like, we love free speech. We love um, having all ideas out there to agree and disagree with. But then he bans Alex Jones. And Milo and Loomer, 
and Gavin and Tommy and all these other people we like, and that pisses us off. Right. Well, 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 it's it. Well, it's also like, it's like, uh, Mark, you're kind of stereotyping here too. Like, we like this. We don't like Holocaust denial. You know. Mm. I mean, it. I think if you if you're allowed free speech, you know, you you have to allow what free speech. Absolutely. If you want to go and, you know, say that the Earth is flat and deny, you know, any fucking event in history, I don't have to, like, you can go out and do it. But I won't go and say that's a silly right-wing issue. That's more of a libertarian issue. It's a little... Okay, I'm not trying to sound cliche, but it's kind of just simply an American issue, a constitutional issue, a Bill of Rights issue. Like, this is, like... This should be, like, universal. It should be basic, but it yeah. isn't, unfortunately. You know, but, like, I just don't... Like, I think I know what they're doing right now. You know, they're doing this, uh, like, to an upcoming election to make it so that the Trump campaign can't... Act, and, like, people on the right in the United States can't advertise their political parties. 100% why. Laura Loomer could easily win her congressional seat with Facebook. Without it, it's an uphill battle. She, I think she's still going to win, but she's got to work 100 times harder. Well, the thing is, like, like in another thing, too, is, like, Facebook, I think with this and with a bunch of other stuff, they are starting to be a dying platform, at least for new people joining. Like, even when I was there, it was mostly older people who was on there. Here, I'll tell you something. This is anecdotal. I have, for my job, I have not recruited a single person on Snapchat, on Twitter, on any platform. The only platform I've ever been able to recruit people on is Facebook. I actually got a legit volunteer that's doing phones from Facebook. It's because Facebook has so many people on there. So many people. They're easy to easier to find too because there's like Facebook groups, Facebook events. Twitter, you can make your own name, some weird shit very easily, whereas Facebook is more people oriented and has a lot of fucking people on there. Facebook is critical for elections right now and it is maybe the growth is slowing. I could see that. Definitely could see that. But man is it a valuable asset. I think it's slow, but not but for a particular demographic, for people who are probably like younger than thirty, and you know, with your mm. particular you know set of skills in your particular market, <laughs> you're probably targeting people who are older than thirty. I would reckon. See, I don't even want to target older people. I actually want young people, but the only people that are actually willing to work are older people. Like, that's what people don't understand. I think is that. When you're doing campaigns, you really want somebody helping you every day. You know, you want somebody with you. And you can't have a lot of people come work for you during weekends or weekdays because that's when people fucking work. So it tends to be a lot of stay-at-home moms or just moms in general that had kids and kids left and their, their husband's still working and they don't need to work. Those people is what you get a lot of, and that tends to be older. You know, if you aren't winning those people over, like, you're not getting those people as volunteers. Young people, too, are a fantastic demographic because they have nothing to lose. They might be in college. They, they have nothing to do. You can scoop them up. Yeah, that, that's just, like, 
And that's that's why I don't that's why I don't talk politics anymore on Facebook. Well, like, I oh, that was actually just to mention real quickly. That was the that was another ban. R slash Donald ban on Reddit. Well, well, I mean, it, it was it was quarantined, so it was it it pretty much was banned already. Yeah, it was like a soft ban, but then they started migrating people over to their site, which was really smart while they could. So they kind of they kind of saved they they stayed alive you know they they, they survived the, the the ban but they got banned now it's not was that the only outright like pro donald trump section of reddit on there Cause I, I don't know like i started using reddit recently it's just so so much of a liberal hive mind like it know, is 4chan 8chan they always used to go and talk shit on reddit and now seeing it you know they were all right about it you know because like if you go into anything other than like certain like smaller subs you're gonna just keep seeing like liberal shit and they're all like oh you know all these right wing people you know they're super racist and like they're dog whistling like on an argument like Trump posted a picture with like an eagle or something this guy was trying to say it was like a, a Nazi symbol and I was like dude it looks like the uh the marines logo and they're like oh well the eagle's facing the right and I looked up on google they had, the, they had the same thing. It was like Marines, like where the eagle was facing it right. And I was like, so you're saying this thing was, you know, a neo-Nazi article? <laughs> and the guy was just like, no, I'm not American, duh. I was like, what? Fuck up. And then just keep, like, getting, like, downloaded if you say anything that goes against the liberal fucking hive mind on there. Like, honestly, this is why I can't stand Reddit. And that, that, that that's, that's, no. that's why I don't try anymore on, on some of these platforms, so... That is very true about Red too, because I use it less frequently recently. I used to be a daily Reddit user, like back in 2016, 17. It's about 2018 I started slowing down. 2019 barely used it. Um, it like especially things like R slash politics, which should be nonpartisan. Dude, you say one little thing, and that's that's not uh that left wing. And you get downvoted the shit to the bottom. It's happened to me so much. I'm shocked I didn't get banned from that sub. Um, they don't even let you post certain articles on there from certain sources. But it is a very liberal, very, very liberal place. R slash the Donald was the go-to Trump place. It was the go-to conservative place. There are other conservative subs on there, on Reddit. But this is the biggest one. And frankly, 
I don't think any conservative is going to use Reddit for conservative politics, like, talking about it anymore after this. Yeah, like, I mean, if you just viewed Reddit, you'd probably think, like, there's no way Trump would have got elected. Like, I don't know, like, what other platforms are, like, actual conservatives using now? Parlor, Telegram. The thing was, like, you know, say what you will about Facebook, but at least they had private groups on there, and that's what I was saying. And you would still see a bunch of stuff on those groups. Like, people could, you know, like, I, I, I would post in groups, but I wouldn't post, like, you know, to my, like, publicly. That's mm-hmm. kind of where I migrated to it, and that kind of felt like it worked, but, like, I don't know. Parlor, I, I use Parlor a little bit, and, like, people are complaining about it, and they say it's a, uh, like a honeypot or like it's not real like i saw the person who made gab was bitching about it in an email of course he is it's competition i mean it's his competition he's gonna bitch about it. i mean I, I i didn't read what he said but i will say parlor and i was saying this to sam earlier it, it, it has the best chance of all the alt platform because it just have banned people on it but it has People that aren't banning these platforms on like Ted Cruz, Rudy Giuliani, Eric Trump, Brad Parscale, Team Trump. It's got a lot of big names on there. Laura Loomer has over half a million followers. I mean, it's also because it's her only platform, but she has over half a million, which is impressive. But the site still feels like it's in the beta phase. It's lacking a lot of features. It's buggy. It doesn't even work right now because it's being overloaded. Patience. We don't have patience. That's the problem. If it doesn't get up to speed now, or even if it does, actually, it doesn't matter. It's not going to beat Twitter or Facebook because there's too many people on these platforms and there's no reason for somebody to migrate over because there's no audience to reach. Like, if Trump moved there, that would change the playing field. That would change the game. But why would he move there? His audience is on Twitter. Why would he go to a platform where he has a smaller audience? It makes no sense. So he won't do it. Yeah, no. Look, I, I see what you're talking about over there. You know, I, I, I get that, but I feel like, at least right now, we need to have something. And we need to have... Yeah. Coffee. They need to just go and shut up with all these different platforms and, like, find one... You know, and stick with Facebook it. Replacement, find one YouTube replacement, stick to it, and get funding. Yeah. Parlor has a lot of funding, too. I will say that because it's really suspicious. I'm saying suspicious in a positive way that all these conservatives got on there so quickly because none of these people like Eric Trump or Brad Parscale were on Gab or Mines. None of them. They're all on Parlor. And Parlor had a booth at CPAC, and they were handing out tote bags. And you could take a picture there, too. I actually have it still of myself in front of Rad shit. Parlor... They, the, whoever's running the show there knows people and it's got money and it's gotten connections. Yeah, then I saw people like saying, oh, it's not a real, it's not truly free speech because like you can't post spam and like porn. Like I, I saw like articles from I think it was like The Guardian or something about that. I was like, spam, people... I can understand. Porn, I think they should allow it. Nah. Twitter allows it. Yeah, but but I, don't know. I feel like you need to go and have certain standards. Like when you start at like having porn on there, that like I don't have a problem. Like I personally don't have a problem with it, but like they would, it creates an issue with advertisers. It creates an issue. Like, well, power doesn't have ads. Well, he, well here, well here's the thing with that. Uh, the point I was going to bring up 
I feel like they have those rules because, like, the App Store is, is the App Store right is looking for excuses to ban them because they're they're conservative, right? And so John Mitzi, the CEO, in his defense, has mm. has these rules to make it like that much harder. Which I mean, yeah, kind of sucks, but I can see why. So. Here's the thing with porn too. It's like you know, the same reason why YouTube doesn't allow porn. Like once you start allowing that, that is all you will see from certain people. Mm. It just becomes a porn platform, potentially. Mm-hmm. So, and that's why they. Well, yeah. I mean, I, I get that, but like that's the way people. <laughs> yeah. Uh. There, there, there's a reason why. Like, I mean, Twitter has it, but like. I think it, it's not the first thing you see when you open up Twitter. Yeah, they have algorithms that would go and, like, generally hide that and whatnot. No. And I think maybe at some point they could if they wanted to, but, like, yeah. that's not a purpose of this platform. It's not supposed to be your porn fix. <laughs> you know, and, and you're right, too. It's like they, they will use that as a reason to block the app from the app store. So they can't, I, I feel like that's... It's a strategic play. You know, Facebook doesn't allow porn, you know, this other... And it's not like... I mean, it is sort of a free speech issue to a certain degree, but, like, so is technically spam. And I feel that, like, it's good that they don't allow spam because no one really wants to see that dominated junk behavior. Like, honestly, though, I think they should just go and work on getting it to look good. Work on, like... Yeah, you know, they need to find a pathway to monetization with, and that's probably going to be the hardest thing to do. Well, the one thing they do have is tips. You can tip people when you see, like, a post by them, or a parlay, as they call it. A parley? Parlay? I don't know how you pronounce it. When you see them post, like, let's say you see Laura Loomer say something, you can tip her right on that post. And so are they, like, taking a percentage about that, how they intend to make money? I would imagine so, but I'm not sure. That'll kind of work, but you have, you know... It's not the money you... It's nothing compared to the money you get from advertisers. Yeah, that's kind of, like, the scary thing. They need to have some... And that's the toughest thing for a lot of these, like, uh, unicorn apps, as they call it. Like, even, like, ones that you think would be able to monetize easily, like... um, you know, like Uber and stuff. Like it's it's years in, they're still not profitable yet. But once they do become profitable, like that, that's like how Google was. You know, they they weren't making money for like a decade, and then once they did, it's like they're making so much money now. They can, they're like almost unstoppable. That that's mm-hmm. how a lot of these apps work. You know, they're basically fucking funded on um, you know Silicon Valley funding and like a tech like a adventure capitalists or venture capitalists or whatever. That, that's how all these things sort of work. But I think for parlor it's going to be tougher with advertisers because, you know, there is sort of that right, you know, right wing, uh, you know, leaning on a lot of that platform. And that's going to be the first thing, like, especially now that they're going after. But I kind of feel like a lot of these boycotts and stuff, like, with the exception of Facebook, has kind of been dying down compared to, like, what I've seen previously, because I, I think the BBC or something, they were going to have people like wear like Black Lives Matter stuff, and I said they weren't because it was a political movement. And you know, I, I think it like that was kind of the turning point with that. 
or beat where like you know the BBC, which is a left wing, you know, I mean it's, it's technically government funded, but yeah, you know it it does tend to lean left, and they flat out said they couldn't like put that particular like that slogan or whatever on in their work because it does have political uses, and that's been the biggest thing I've seen from left. Like, oh, it's not politics. You know, it's, you know, do you believe in black lives do matter or not? But it is a political organization at its core. And the fact that people are starting to now wake up to that, I think, you know, that's a good thing. Mm-hmm. But everyone would agree, you know, you know, black lives matter, green lives matter, you know, Mexican lives matter. I, like, I mean, people believe that lives do matter. But the issue with that is people don't believe in the political, the political the movement. You know, because look, when you donate to their organization, it goes to Act Blue, which is a, which funds the Democrats. Mm-hmm. You know, it, it's one of the biggest frauds in recent days. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So um, to speak up about that, honestly. Like, I don't know if he has, but like flat out say that. Because frankly, you know, people mm-hmm. on the right are being like bullied if they say they don't support this or they're not donating to it, but. It's a partisan issue. It's not just a slogan. It's a, it's a movement. Mm-hmm. It's an organization. Um, I'm going to have to close out tonight because I'm getting pretty tired and I've been up all day and it's getting later. Yes. Yeah, um, we here. can talk a little bit off air, but anybody want to plug anything before we close out? Um, at Sam Whitfield on Parlor. Um, Subscribe to the audio podcast and to the YouTube channel. I'm I'm almost at 700 subscribers on YouTube, so please go over there to the Whitfield Report channel and subscribe. Help me get over that uh, hurdle. And uh, happy Independence Day, ladies and gentlemen. I might do a short audio podcast for you later today, but no guarantees. Uh, I fucking love America. Uh, and I will forever as long as I live and, uh, just God bless you guys. So. Yeah, we're on Parlor 2 now at Versa Media, I believe is our handle. I would have to double, double check that, but I think we're at Versa Media. Um, but yeah, happy, uh, 4th of July. Perfectly timed as I see Air Force One here. Uh, flying over Mount Rushmore. This is a replay from earlier today. Just an absolute epic event. Uh, the president pulled off. Very There it goes. Flying over Mount Rushmore. That's awesome. So happy 4th of July, everyone. And we'll see you maybe tomorrow night if we want to do another stream. If not, next week. Yeah. Alright. Oh. God bless, folks. And uh, good yep. night. God, freedom, I can see in that order to everyone in the uh, chat and in the Versamita chat. And uh, God bless you all. And wash your fucking hands, people. <laughs>